It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Super proud. Oh my God, so proud. They made it all the way here. And I feel like we're the hype men, so if we get the team hype, then they just get locked in and then they can like push themselves to do better. Here you go. Owl Nation. Woo, woo. Leaving Boca Raton and going to the NC2A tournament. They're in uh, the Columbus Regionals, right, I think? Yeah, that's where they went. And and we found out they flew there. <laughs> they just took the bus to the airport. Oh, you had them like riding Schwinn's. <laughs> well, I was like, oh my God. But they're, they they're play, on FAU scooters. Uh, they're playing Memphis. Is that tonight? When do they play? Tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. Okay. It's been a long time. 2002 since they were in the tournament. So uh, one of the reporters from Channel 5 asked <laughs> this girl who was there at the rally, where were you in 2002? Where were you in 2002? Not born. It's been a while. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hysterical. You don't even think about that. They had a nice little send-off when they were boarding the buses, though. You know what? You should be proud. That's a big deal for them to be there. Absolutely you know, it is. That's a big win or lose just to say we got invited to the, the big dance here. That's a big deal. So yeah. good for them. And then the rest of it gets underway, really, tonight. So get your brackets done. That's what we're doing this morning. Did you finish yours out yet? Yeah. I didn't even start yet. Yeah, see? That's it. Oh, boy. It looks like a road map. <laughs> I have no... There's a lot of Kansas, because mm. it's Kansas and Kansas State. And Kansas State's on one side, and Kansas is on the other. So it's like, oh, that's all you see is Kansas on mine. Mm. Alabama. I the, I got the final four is, is Alabama and Purdue, Texas, and Kansas. Okay. And I have Kansas winning it all. Uh, first round action takes place across the U.S. next two days. The tournament will shrink from 64 to 32 teams. They cut it right in half. Let's hope that FAU is surviving after that. Some of the big names today include Missouri, Missouri, Mizzou, against 10th-ranked Utah State. Number one seed Kansas. Jens Kansas, we're calling them now. Oh, yeah, watch, watch them lose. <laughs> they play tonight. Number 16, Howard. Yeah, that was the play-in team, right? Yes. Okay. And, Poor Howard. Uh, oh, it's Alabama against Texas A&M? Is that right, Diener? Do I have that right? That's what it says. I think, no, that's the Texas, well, see, they they, they confuse it there because Texas A&M is playing somebody else, is playing Penn State. Oh, that's what it is. But it's Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Yes, yes. yes that's what it is. The smaller Sorry. Texas A&M. <laughs> That's, that's the low. That's the smaller branch. Yes, that's right. That's who Alabama's I'm like, playing. I'm like, that's a tough first round yes, match yeah, for the number one seed. That's, that's no. like a Sweet Sixteen matchup. Yeah, I know they play like during the day too, right? Oh yes. Like so, it's at least you get to watch some games. It's not like football where they start the Super Bowl at nine o'clock at night. Oh no, this starts at noon and runs until midnight tonight. It, this is why we have to get yeah. those brackets. Oh done. my god, <laughs> it does. We have oh, until eleven fifty nine a.m. That's right. So who do we give our brackets to? Well, actually, well, that's that's kind of like an insider discussion. But oh, it's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Those are inside voices. Okay, I'll tell you on the break. Okay. Here. Well, I, I got to put my name and I'll give you mine. There okay. You go. There Do I have to go. give you money too? No. Okay. Well, that's a very inside discussion. Okay. <laughs> For other reasons. <laughs> okay. Okay, All I'll right. Be quiet over here. What's the response? What's the American response to the Russians shooting down our or really just disabling our drone? Well. We'll find out. Here's the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. The United States will continue to fly and to operate wherever international law allows. And it is incumbent upon Russia to operate his military aircraft in a safe and professional manner. Yeah, he said that. But did you see what the chairman of the Joint Chiefs said? Yeah, that's Millie. Mark Milley. Well, the Russian jets intended to intercept the drone, yeah. but it's not clear if they collided with it on purpose. Yeah, he can't really. Yeah, 
And exactly. he's and and they're staying away because it, Russia keeps on saying you keep on telling the media that we took out your drone that you're escalating the situation. So shut up. So, so I think that's why he said it. All he's saying is, we're, well, we're going to talk. We'll talk it out. We do not uh, seek armed conflict with Russia, and I believe that uh, at this point we should investigate this incident uh, and move on from there. Okay, we're going to talk. I always think there's somebody like a Jack Nicholson. You know, from it, it takes a, from a few good men. Right. And there's some crazed general somewhere going, come on, let's go take out one of their pilots. Yeah. Let's go take out their drones. Let's Seriously. get even. You what know? are the real uh, what are the real discussions? Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I, what are they really saying? It, it's it, I, and it's I'm all for talk, but I don't think Putin's going to listen to a word any of these guys say. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. Most likely not. A lot of saber rattling going on. They know we're weak. That's what's happening. Yeah, by the way, before you hear it from somewhere else, there was another train derailment last night. Mojave County Sheriff's Office in Arizona, right near Lake Havasu, has toxic chemicals on board. But from what they had said, there was no leakage this time. So they were sending people out. You ever see Lake Havasu? Mm -hmm. I have. And they're right. It's a beautiful lake. That's a whole beautiful part of Arizona. But I guess getting to it was kind of hard because it's a remote area. Mm -hmm. But they said initial reports there's none of the stuff that it's carrying was leaking so far. Cause of the derailment unknown. Again, here we go. Federal authorities and the uh, railway are investigating. Sounds just like how East Palestine started. And then obviously we started to see some video in the story. And they very underreported at first, remember? Until they couldn't they couldn't cover it up anymore. Yeah, but this they said, I don't think there's any fires with this one. I don't think there's any black smoke, right. especially in this part of the world because yeah. it's such a beautiful part. Arizona is just – it's just so clean and pristine. I think they would have said something. Uh, the difference being is it's a different railroad company. That's probably the biggest one about it. It's the, the BNSF Railway, whatever that stands for. Oof. So fortunately, no one hurt so far. And, and no toxic spill. But it just makes you think, how many of these things take place every year? Yeah, exactly. And they, now we hear about them. Amazing. When East Palestine popped up, and then all of a sudden, of course, because that's what the news media does. They overreport everything. Then all of a sudden, they showed every derailment up. They said we were actually on pace for how many of these happen every year. Not a toxic train like East Palestine or possibly this one. T- thousands. Thousands of derailments every year. That's amazing. Who knew? I would love to hear, like, what does Japan have? Right. With the bullet they get, trains. They get those magnetized uh-huh. rails. You know, I just wondered, do they They don't derail, do they? Uh, get, they got no rails. So how do they derail? They, do. they demagnetize? Is that what happens when I they have know. a problem? I don't know. We'll find out. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. What you got? What do I have? <laughs> I got lots of stuff. Oh, you know what? You know what I want to tell you? Talking about trains, Brightline. Did you see this? They're getting ready to continue. They're running their tests from March 28th through April. They're going to run through Melbourne, Palm Shores, Rockledge, and Suntree at 110 miles an hour. They have successfully run tests through Orange County going 135 miles an hour. They're not, and they're, you talk about they're laying cruising. a lot of, talk about laying a lot of track. They yeah. are getting great progress done. Yeah, and these are brand new tracks. It's a great good, news. You know, and it's great news. So uh, they're on, so it's next year. That they were supposed to be in Orlando or yeah. at the end of this year. I, I think they're ahead of schedule, and we're going to see you watch by Christmas. We'll be able to go to Orlando. I think so. Maybe. You know? It'll be a lot quicker. Yeah. You know, I I just hope they put a, a stop in Stewart somewhere. Because if not, i got to drive down here to get on a train to go north. You're going to take a left and go right to your house. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one-stop, personalized. Yeah, thanks so And very it goes much. right on to Orlando. <laughs> Thank you so very much for that. <laughs> exactly. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> Well, you're going to have Aaron Rodgers to kick around for years to come. 
He came out of the darkness and he he revealed who he wants to play for. You know, but the deal is not done still. But it was funny because off the air yesterday, I asked you guys, and you both called this like right on the money. And you even said, "Watch, watch somebody screw it up." But what he said though was just. Just amazing. This guy is a nut. You're right. He's crazy. Oh, come on. I'm going into the, <laughs> the darkness to figure out what my life's going to do? Right. Well, who says that? All right, we got that. Some uh, some more headlines, too. And it's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We know that the intercept was intentional. Uh, we know that the aggressive behavior was intentional. We also know it was very unprofessional and very unsafe. I'm going to make a guess and say we're not going to hear much from the U.S. military, the Pentagon. That was it. They're not going to say anything else about the drone and the Russian thing. Uh, you know, and unless, of course, uh, Russia knocks another $32 million drone out of the sky. Possibly. Oh, but it wasn't intentional. We, 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 we know they intended to, like, ward it off, but we don't know if they really intended to slam into it and knock it out of the sky. I'm like, okay, watch the video. It's, it's, it, what's amazing is, though, they got video of the whole thing. Well, that's what 35 mil gets you. Hey, was, it's, it's like full HD, though. It is. It's incredible. It's, oh, the stuff they get on those those things. But you look at it because you figure what a regular fighter jet costs, what, $150 million, $140 million. Yeah. You, you know, you can have four of these, five of these in comparison to one, you know, man jet. So And flown by, like you said before, some kid in his pajamas at home. You're probably right. I told you years ago when I first moved north, the, my next door neighbor was always home. And, you know, I'd, I'd see him leave and he'd have like a governmental issued car and he'd have a uniform on it. So one day we all got drunk at a barbecue. I had to ask him, I said, what is it that you do? You're always home. He goes, no one's supposed to know. He goes, I fly drones in Iraq. I said, excuse me? <laughs> he sits in his house with a whole screen and was flying drones in another part of the world. It's crazy. That's going to be the new Air Force recruitment next year. Hey, play video games for real. You're right. You I mean, the what? hand eye of some of these kids is just amazing. Yeah, and then remember there was that one kid, I think he went to Jacksonville, and he got, uh, the, the Air Force wanted him because he was flying one of those simulation video games. Yes, and the kid right. was like the best in the world, yep. and they were like trying to recruit him to come into the Air Force, and he learned how to fly on one of those simulation machines. That's amazing. That's that, crazy. But that's where they're going. It's, it's well, you know what? I guess the, the, these drones are flown that way, so why not? Wow. Wow, it's pretty cool. Well, once again, I am flummoxed and surprised by how far the call has gotten to ban TikTok. Did you hear this development? Oh, no. Biden administration now is threatening a nationwide ban on TikTok. It's gone to the White House. They're on board with it now. If the Chinese-owned app isn't sold, oh. they're demanding a sell like a break. This, the company is Bite Dance. Okay, so they're right. demanding a sell to break away from Chinese CCP data sharing, mining, whatever. Is Hunter is. in the running to buy this? <laughs> yeah, he's just <laughs> curious. <laughs> Joe you, gets up there today. Ukrainian-backed uh, money. We're gonna buy it from the U.S. government. I'm gonna appoint my son Hunter. <laughs> Smartest guy I know. <laughs> oh, this is all according wow. to a TikTok spokesperson who notes the company is disappointed in the outcome of the demand. Well, if you're gonna go this oh. far, right? Why don't you just ban it? And by ban it, I mean what they would do is countries like what India has done. You can't access it through our internet service. You right. Just, you can't get onto it. Well, Elon Musk would shut you down with his satellites in a heartbeat. Yeah, true. You know? Right. Because didn't he just do it for somebody else? Right. Like various other nations. So, I mean, Canada, I think Canada's going to beat us, though. Canada's way up there, too. They're, they're getting rid of TikTok altogether. Are they? They're, yeah. They're, they're going real heavy. If To get a, any massive government, especially ours in this administration, to move... How bad is it really? I mean, we've heard the various reports, and the State Department got a hold, and they said, oh, yeah, that's, that's, it is a national security threat. 
it's probably ten times worse than what they're telling us for them to actually move on it. Yeah. The question is, what you know, it, people say, well, you know, like your kids, my kids. Well, they could take all my information. What difference does it make? Well, my the, kids drive me crazy. The with difference that. is that they have millions of people's input into where they go every day, what they're shopping for, what right. they're looking at, what stories as far as the news, you know, intrigues True. them. It's everything. They know your personal life inside and out. Yep. They know everything about your banking ways, what you're buying, what you're driving, what you're wearing, right. what you're eating. So they could basically take over your life. But that's the mindset of almost my kids are the same way. Well, what, what, what did she say to me the other day? What do they want with mine? Yeah. I'm nobody. Yeah, okay. but you multiply you by 10 billion, you're somebody. You're, yeah, there's a lot of you, and they have all the data. And, and the thing is, though, is it too late? They've already collected all this information. You can't tell me they don't have it stored away somewhere, and they're already using it against us. I'm starting to think. I don't know. Just starting. Maybe it's a conspiracy. Starting to think the real concern from the State Department now, and the FBI has already said it's bad, and the government's saying now, I don't even think it's the data, personal data. I think it's the propaganda. It's so oh, unbelievably really? effective. Yeah. But what, what confuses me about this, why would the Biden administration be so against it then? Because you got to figure, just on average, was it like 60-40, probably Democrat-leaning TikTok users oh, on there? Easily. Maybe 70-30? I'd go 70-30, yeah. I think on there's something, any social platform. I think there's something more than just the data breach, but I don't know. I'm just surprised it's gotten this far. Well, you, me and you both. The, something had to happen. Something did. Something, I, I don't something know Something somewhere. Either that or Elon Musk wants to buy it or somebody. Oh, who's a good friend? George Soros wants to buy TikTok and this is their way of getting it for him. <laughs> they make it 10 I, times you know, worse. I, I'm, I'm just saying it's, it's, you know, it, it's got to be a payback to somebody for them to take this 180 all of a sudden. Wow. I'm telling you, follow the money. It's got something to do with who wants to buy it. Oh, you're exactly now that they're right. saying, let's sell it. Mm-hmm. We've been we talking a lot see. of sports uh, recently, and uh, we'll get to the Aaron Rodgers news probably in rapid fire coming up here. But I got a nice little feel good story coming from the world of hockey. Oh, what and, happened? And you reminded me of this when you said Canada. Oh, Canada. The very friendly Canadians. Yes. And they're very polite folks. During a Toronto Maple Leafs Buffalo Sabres NHL game north of the border, the singers Mike cut out. Well, singing the anthem, boy, that's going to be stressful. Huh? But that happened before, though, remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everybody started singing. The most Is Can- that what they did? Most Canadian crowd of all time oh. took it over. Here's cool. the moment. The, now we have audio of it. Now the moment the mic cut out and the very friendly Canadians all hopped up on Tim Horton coffee <laughs> and Labatt's uh, helped out and sang along. Here they come. I know it's noisy, but they helped out. And that's pretty cool. All I keep thinking of is the singer, though. It's like you don't know what's going on. Your mic's dead. We've been on stage when the mic dies, and everybody thinks it's you. Yeah, it's your fault. (laughs) Thanks. But the Canadian fans are like, eh. Oh, we'll help you there, dear. (laughs) So they sang for go Leafs, go. What else such that you get an extra like? Invite back to come sing again. I hope so. Because her mic died, poor thing. That's rough. She probably unplugged it. Probably stepped on it and unplugged it. <laughs> she just not pay singers now. <laughs> just have the crowd do it. They'll do the work for you. Well, I mean, why don't you? You know? I, that happened before, wasn't it? Canada that did the same thing? It was yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah, they usually do. I, I would assume in an American hockey arena they do the same thing. Would we sing that? Would we know the Canadian national anthem well enough? No. No, but we'd sing the United States one, and we'd see our Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, but they sang ours is the whole point. 
Oh, they're more American than they are Canadian. I don't know. Well, they've heard it so many times, so. I don't know. I don't think I could sing the Canadian National Anthem right now. I don't know it well enough. Oh, I like the song. All I know is Oh, Canada. That's yeah, but it. then it gets into Patriot Pride. Yeah. And blah, 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 I'll see you know blah, more blah, than I do. And hockey pucks. And, and <laughs> Tim Horton. I'm not Canadian. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we do have rapid fire coming up next. Included oh. in that will be the Aaron Rodgers lack oh. of news, just to drive Jen crazy. God, I'm so sick of hearing about this guy. Oh, well, it's only just begun. No, 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 no. But other stuff, too. <laughs> Minutes away. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. There's a lot happening. What's going on? Jen's got the first one. We start off rapid fire with what? Well, it's kind of an X-rated story, but it's it shows you how bizarre Oregon is. Oh yeah. Our Oregon high school teacher had to pull his assignment. Huh. Why? Oh, I can only imagine where this is going. Okay, with now Oregon. this was posted online. Okay, it's an online like a. It was for kids who missed the class. It was a health ed class. It was kids who missed the class. It was posted on something like Canvas is what it's called, where kids can go get their assignment and do it right. Well, one of the kids took the assignment, and posted it on Facebook. Parents went bizarre. Oh. They went livid. They had to write a short story about their sexual fantasy. High school. <laughs> high school. What the hell are we what? doing? To complete a 10-point assignment titled Fantasy Story. For those students who are absent, you will write the short story of a paragraph or two. The story must include three items like candles, massage oil, feathers, syrup, ice cream. What? It's a lot of, different from the three R's, uh, isn't it? Uh, isn't this amazing? <laughs> your, story should, your story should show that you can show and receive love and physical affection without having sexual relations. Well, it got posted to Facebook in an hour. And the school was like ready to kill this teacher. The teacher, it's a guy, still there. His name's Kirk Miller, but the assignment was pulled. He's a pervert. Why is he still there? That's a great question. But Plus, he, what, what is he was not reprimanded. He just they just uh, told him not. take your your assignment down. You can't give this to high school they kids. They probably have turned the names of the parents who complained over to the FBI. That's where we yeah. are in this country. Isn't that amazing? Now, obviously he's got some sort of sick agenda, but also just think about this for a second. As like self-conscious and awkward as you are as a teenager anyway, having to write about that crap. Can you right, imagine right. going through that I from their know. end? I don't know. Don't go, to, don't go to Churchill High School in Eugene, Oregon. What a weirdo. So, if anyway, if Kirk Miller applies for a job anywhere in South Florida, yeah. don't let him work here. Well, from Eugene, Oregon, let's go south to something that's even worse. Oh, no. San Francisco could become the first major U.S. city, we've been talking about this a lot this morning, to fund reparations for slavery and systemic racism. We've talked about it for a while. We've had a uh, commission working on it, trying <laughs> to figure out how much the exact dollar amount would be. And they came up with this. Payments of $5 million to every eligible black adult. Okay, who, who's eligible? Did they say what the requirements were? Excellent point, because here come the first lawsuits, right? How many people are going to say, right. I identify as African American. Yeah, Give me well, my money. I would. See, that was the first thing I thought of. I was thinking about this yesterday, mm -hmm. and I said to myself, Who's the, what's to stop someone, you know, moving from New York to San Francisco, a white guy, yep. moving from New York to San Francisco and say, I identify as a black man. Right. They're well, not going to pay him? And how long would you have to live in San Francisco to qualify for that's this? That's the thing. Right. So I think the, you have to be a resident for a while, right? I don't know. They didn't say a timeline yet. But you see, then they go against their own woke ideologies. Well, if you identify, then you are. And then, and then, 
You're going to have some very smart and crafty homeless African-Americans who are homeless who are going to say, according to your rules, because you have these protection rights for homeless in San Francisco, and they do. I'm a resident. Oh, yeah. for sure. Give me my money. Does Rachel Dolezal show up? Remember, she was the white woman <laughs> yeah. who everyone thought was black right. and ran the NAACP and right. wherever it was, so, Washington uh, somewhere. Again, they said the people who actually have common sense are saying this is financially impossible is what they're saying. <laughs> That's say, there's no way this actually passes, right? But this is what they passed. It's just going to be challenged. It is. It passed the city commission. Okay? The they, commission. People actually voted for this. $5 million every eligible black adult. The elimination of personal debt and tax burdens. Just wipe them out. That would be nice. <gasps> this is the best. Guaranteed annual incomes of at least $97,000 yeah. for 250 years. What? That's good. <laughs> That's good. And oh my gosh. homes in San Francisco for just $1. Oh, well, I'll move there then. Right. Sounds like a good plan to me. <laughs> I God. They, they got some nerve, the, city's, the, the city commission, trying to pass something like this. They know it's never going to get actually passed. So other financial analysts, right, get ready, came up with this. This is what it would cost. Each non-black family in the city would have to pay at least $600,000. That's what it comes out to. Oh, sweet Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. I see a mass exodus from San Francisco there sure would to, be. Yep. I don't know, Nevada. I can't. See you later. Bye. Yep. I'm sorry for the good, hardworking people of all races of San Francisco that are stuck with these lunatics. That's crazy. But the rest of them, you voted for this. Tough. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. You voted this in. That's true. Vote, vote differently Live if you don't it. like it. Yeah. Well, six hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> you getting that bill in the mail? Speaking of all that money, guys, you're gonna see a lot of that money being bet during March Madness yeah. coming up here because today is the first day, baby. Get your back brackets done. Yes, mine I mean, started. My Jenny, you oh, done? No. Jen, yeah, I think Jenny's done. done. All right, mine is done. Uh-oh. I have my final four, my championship all set. What did you pick? I picked Alabama to beat Texas in the final. Ooh, you don't Monday, even have Kansas in the final. No, I do not. Alabama's not going all the way. All right. Because that guy's going to be arrested before he no, gets he's, there. No, he's not. Yeah, right. He's, he's going for a layup. Can you see just before the final game, they yank him? Awesome. Can you imagine? I'd be cheering that one on. You, no, nothing will happen to him ever. You know it's Vegas over. is making some calls oh, to the police department there. All right, what's his chances of playing through the tournament? You can arrest him after, but... <laughs> Okay, never mind. Go ahead. So the schedule. I wanted to let you know what to expect here today because there's oh, okay. so many games, and we, you know, you pick all the games, and you wonder, well, who's playing when? The first game is at twelve fifteen. It's West Virginia against Maryland, and it's one of those tricky eight nine matchups. And then it moves down. Furman against Virginia, Utah State, Missouri State, Kansas plays Howard at two o'clock. Alabama plays Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. The other oh, Texas okay. A&M, thing, those yeah. poor guys. At 245, so you have the two number one seeds playing this afternoon. That's the Texas A&M satellite branch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is one of those tricks. It's like FAU Palm Beach Gardens campus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It's the other FAU. <laughs> yeah. The other <laughs> FAU. This is one of those tricky 5-12 matchups because San Diego State plays Charleston. A lot of people are picking Charleston to win that in an upset. So, I mean, it goes on. These games are on all day. Oral Roberts plays Duke at 7 o'clock tonight, and then it goes all the way until 10.05 tonight. Tip-off, 10.05 tonight, UCLA against UNC Asheville. 10.05 to wrap up the day. I love it. It's beautiful. It. The it's next be a lot four of fun. days, today, What, do they tomorrow. sleep all day to play at 10 o'clock at night? Uh, That's crazy. Maybe, you know? I, mean, I think wow. they might be playing that one on the West Coast anyway. So, so. are you guys staying up to watch all these games? Uh, not that one, but... No, I, I, like, the, I like the daytime ones. Yeah. 
Have it on in the background. See what's okay, going on. Okay, when they Beautiful. do the the, the 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 it comes down to the final four. But when they do the eight, is that during the night or during the day? They usually during do that on a weekend. You know, okay. like three o'clock. All right, so you get to on. see some of yeah. them. Okay. But today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, just nothing but amazing college basketball drama. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait either. Mm. <laughs> what do I always glorious. tell you about? What do I always tell you about lottery winners? What if I told you for the past eight years? You hate them all. Well, other than that, there's always a story. <laughs> yeah, a woman in Australia, and I thought of your neighbors in Massachusetts. Woman in Australia was all ticked off at her husband because he forgot to buy a lottery ticket with the numbers that she's been playing. Every lottery drawing for 30 years. Oh, geez. He didn't buy the ticket. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Is this a murder story? <laughs> yeah. Right. It actually ends up well. So the next week, he tried to make up for it. Apparently, he was sleeping on the couch. So he <laughs> bought two tickets with the same set of numbers uh. that his wife has been playing for the past 30 years. Both hit the million-dollar jackpot. Oh, wow. So he walked in the house with two $1 million winners. See? And said, here, see, I bought your ticket. I played your numbers. We won. I really thought that was going to go the other way. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> divorced. Really you know, she was going to feed him to, like, some, you know, crocodile, probably. Shot him. Uh, by the way, Good. Mega Millions is $254 million for tomorrow night. It's growing. Getting bigger. I noticed that. I saw yeah. that on the billboards. Powerball night, yeah, but Mega Millions Ooh, getting bigger. Boy. Billboards are leaning towards the power, but the I, Mega I, Millions yes, side. Yes, that's right. All right, Aaron Rodgers is going to be around a while. Rodgers. But he's not officially a New York Jet yet. Okay, but if let me ask you this. How long is his deal with the Jets? Oh, I don't know. Oh, no one knows yet. No one knows yet. Oh, he the didn't say that? No. no. He couldn't say he's official because as it turns out, the Packers are dragging their feet on this. Because what's their incentive? If he's they're in no hurry. I don't blame him. Absolutely. He's a lunatic, this guy. So he went on uh, Pat McAfee's show yesterday and podcast, which got millions of views, by the yeah, way. I did. Incredible. And he said, it's my intention to play for the Jets, but nothing finalized just yet. This isn't a final decision day, he said. Oh, my God. He's waiting on the team. Agreement's in place. He's waiting for the teams to work it out. It's up to the, the Packers. Is he going back in a hole? No, but this is amazing. Two amazing things happen. He hates the sports media, so good luck in New York. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he said, now Adam Schefter, probably the top NFL reporter, <clears throat> tried to, he said, he told Adam Schefter, lose my number. No. Yeah. Nice try. Lose my number. <laughs> He's and like the premier NFL reporter. Lose my number. As he was trying to, as that day when they were all fighting, trying to get a confirmation. <laughs> oh my gosh. Adam Schefter, to his credit, posts online on Twitter. He goes, I can verify he did tell me to lose his number. And he showed a screenshot of the Delta no. Wheel. And it went like, hey, Aaron, just it's Adam. Just trying to verify. He goes, no, nice try. Lose my number. <laughs> It's wow. Amazing. Good luck in New York. <laughs> yeah, that's true, Holy too. Holy cow. And he said this. I came out of the darkness. I went into it. The four-day retreat. 90% sure I was going to be retired. Yeah. And I came out of it with a completely different mindset. So you come out of the darkness retreat, and your decision is to play for the Jets? <laughs> <laughs> Don't stay in a dark room too long. You'll become a Jets fan. I want to play with them. Boy, that should be a warning to us all about the dark room retreats. Did he talk about what happened to him in the dark room? Like, did he see people? I don't did know. he hear did he? voices? Did, I mean, what happened? She said it was like a, you know, a very meditative moment for him and just able to sit and reflect on things, reflect on life, his decisions. You know, you can turn a light on while you're in there. Who knew he was in the dark? <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. He probably sat there and slept for four days. I mean, you know, all you gotta do is just turn off the TV and go in your room. I mean, uh, oh, put your phone away. It's Aaron Rodgers. I think this Jets move is either going to be spectacularly great or horrific. There's no in between. 
You're right. It's either going to be a yes. massive failure or a huge success. I can't wait to see it, honestly. Wow. So you guys have $2 bills, right? Do you have one still laying around somewhere? I got one somewhere. somewhere. Like I two singles you're talking no, about? No, That's no, about what no, I got. Like a $2 bill. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I even think about, I have that. I actually have a bunch of them because my dad worked for a bank. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, really? So you might actually have one of these, Bill, because the $2 bill, I have. I think I have like two of them. Yeah. They are pretty valuable. Even ones in current circulation. Well, not really? really in circulation now, but some of the more recent $2 bills, depending on you know their design and things like that from like 1976 or before, they can be up between two hundred to a thousand dollars in value. The two dollar bills. The two dollar bills. That's it. Forget Bitcoin. We got the two dollar <laughs> bills. Right. Now here's the thing, though. Maybe this is where your dad working at the bank will come in handy because if you have a brown or red seal, which was only during the 1800s. So if your dad was able to get maybe some of those really old two dollar bills, he was old, not that old. <laughs> maybe some 1800s? really old ones that were laying around the bank. They were in the 1800s. A two dollar oh, yeah. bill. I didn't I know that. I think 1890, 1892 is when they came out. Wow. I believe, right? And then they reissued right, them in, uh, in the 70s. No, no, no I'm sorry. That. In the uh, 1862. 1862 is when it wow. came out. But if you have one of those from the 1800s, those are the most valuable. They can be worth up to $4,500. Is that right? To some auction sites, yeah. I don't think I have those. I thought those were things were like as useless as those Susan B. Anthony coins. No, yeah. no, no. Or like my my Beanie Babies. <laughs> Beanie ba- <laughs> You've moved from to eight houses. I, you have no idea. How much have you paid in storage because of the Beanie Babies? I don't know. They're in my attic right now. <laughs> Just a side note real quick. Yes? If you have the 1944 Steel Wheat Penny... It's worth four hundred and eight thousand dollars. It's one of the most valuable coins in the in the world. Wow! Yeah, the steel wheat penny. So check out your pennies, people. You might have that nineteen forty four edition in there. I would think it looks a whole heck of a lot different than a regular penny. Right? You seen that app? We hold it up your your camera. And it tells you what the what the coin's worth. No, really? really? Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, I need to get that because I have a I have, yeah, I have a, see a weird one. I'd show a ten dollar yeah. bill. It's worth six. <laughs> <laughs> and a little thing comes up says thanks, Biden. <laughs> Thank you, Silicon Valley Bank. You know who's not counting his pennies? Ryan Reynolds. Mm. I love that man. He's the actor, comedian. You know him. Well, he's a billionaire now. Literally, we'll tell you why. That and some headlines too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We know that the intercept was intentional. Uh, we know that the aggressive behavior was intentional. We also know it was very unprofessional and very unsafe. Okay, we knew that too, General Milley. But uh, what are you going to do about it? That was, I th- and I think that's all they're going to say about it, Jen. That was the Joint Chief statement. We also have Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin here in a second. That was it. Oh, well, I think I think Milley is uh, backpedaling because uh, they're afraid of Russia. Russia came out yesterday and said, United States, if you don't shut your mouth and keep on playing this over in the media that we attacked your drone on purpose, right. uh, there's going to be retribution. All of a sudden, Millie goes, well, you know, in the video, we see that they dump fuel on it. We see that they fly really close to it, but we don't think they intentionally hit it. Good I'm Lord. like, OK, really? You actually said that? No. OK, come on now. Here's the second part. The physical contact of those two. Not sure yet. That remains to be seen. Uh, I can tell you with certainty, though, that we have absolute evidence of, of the contact, the intercepts, et cetera, and it's very aggressive. Well, you've got the video, which to me is still amazing. It's full HD, clear video. We put it, It's good enough to put on the website and yeah, the morning show blog, but that's right from the drone. You saw exactly what happened. Yeah, I, come on. You see the, the plane fly, the Russian plane fly over. I don't know what kind of plane that is, but 
and it dumps fuel all over it. I think they thought maybe if they just like whizzed on it, it would it may make too heavy and it would, I don't know, screw up the wings. It was like it would be like icing the wing. I don't know. It's the military equivalent of spraying a bug in the air. Yeah, it was like I mean they dumped a ton of fuel on top of it. So I thought, well, maybe that's what they thought it would do. You know, it would, you know, when you ice a plane up and then the wings get de-iced, you got to make sure there's no ice on it because of the weight. So maybe that's why they did it, and it would crash after that. But apparently didn't. So then they hit it. Uh, the defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, a little bit different tone. The United States will continue to fly and to operate wherever international law allows. And it is incumbent upon Russia to operate its military aircraft in a safe and professional manner. All right. I wouldn't expect anything. <laughs> That's like a political comment. Right. That's if we're going to keep doing what we're doing regardless of what you say. Right. You know, the United States said we were flying in international airspace. Russia's saying, well, you were getting too close to the border. Uh, you know, who are you going to believe? The, and these, how fast do those jets go? You know, those things, those, those fighter fast. pilots, are, they're cruising, right? Yeah. So uh, that's a split second decision. I, Check know. out the video on the blog. It's pretty amazing. What amazed me was $32 million. Wow. I didn't know they were that much money, those drones. But still, like you said, cheaper than an F-16. Yeah. Or There's the future. 25, 35, whatever the hell they're called now. Yeah, those things are like $140 million. Wow. And you don't lose any human life. Uh, exactly. You know, or have yep. somebody taken hostage, which yep. would be even worse. So it's a good idea. Man. Fly the drones. Oh, good idea, you say? How about uh, being a well-known actor and you go into some private business and you start a mobile company? Everybody thought he was insane. Do you remember the criticism at the time? Then all of a sudden you started to hear about Mint Mobile everywhere. Right. They had commercials all throughout the Super Bowl, too. And then all of a sudden, Ryan Reynolds has sold his company to T-Mobile for... One billion dollars. Actually, one billion plus. One point three five billion. Wow! Remember, was it Aviation Gin? Remember, he had another company and he yeah. sold it, and everybody turned against him. How dare you? Blah blah blah. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, he's a businessman. That's Let right. The guy sell his company. He had twenty five percent stake in in Mint Mobile, uh, so he's going to get twenty five percent of whatever the take is out of a million, a billion thirty five. Wow! Pretty nice take home pay for the day. And then, from what I understand, they're keeping him on as a spokesperson. Still so more money. So he's still going to get paid to, to, to talk about it. So I'm like, that's a nice little deal. I got to give the guy credit. He's smart. As pretend CEO and 25% stakeholder, he got to make the statement at the sale, which was very nice. He said, we're so happy. T-Mobile beat out an aggressive last-minute bid from my mom. <laughs> she was in the commercials with yeah, him. Yes. Remember? That's right. What are you doing? <laughs> Leave me alone, Ma. Ryan, what are you up to now? So from T-Mobile's aspect, I guess they just get more of a more of a network, more of a user base thing. That the, obviously this means that the Mint Mobile had done successfully over the past S- couple of years. Somewhere along the line, right? Had uh, made some inroads in that industry. It's like the banking industry. They just keep on buying up. All the little ones get bought up. And maybe that's exactly what Ryan Reynolds knew about Mint Mobile. I don't know. He's a smart dude. He is. That aviation gin it's in that movie that he's in with The Rock right? and Wonder Woman there. His aviation gin bottles are everywhere. Every time in the house, he's drinking it. At the bar, he's drinking it. I'm like, must be nice when you're the star of the show. You put your own booze in it. Product placement, baby. There you go. Good for him. All right, coming up next, we're going to send off uh, our FAU owls the right way. Actually, some audio of some of the students doing exactly that coming up next because they're in the tournament. Yay! How cool is that? Good for them. And some St. Patty's Day stuff, too. What are we drinking? I think you know already. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. 
It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Super proud. Oh my God, so proud. They made it all the way here. I feel like we're the hype men, so if we get the team hype, then they just get locked in, and then they can like push themselves to do better. Yeah! Everybody go, hoo-hoo! Hoo-hoo! All right, not literally, but... Oh. Uh, FAU Owls, baby, in the tournament, the big dance, Jen. Good for them. That's a big deal. You know what? What did you say the last time was they were there? 2002. Wow. This one girl from the Channel 5 report commented on Where that. were you in 2002? Not born. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> oh, my God. Doesn't that hurt? <laughs> oh. <laughs> not born. Oh, no, not born. God, that hurts. Nice send-off yesterday, though. Send him off in the you know little cheerleading uh well, thing. I saw him getting on a bus, and I'm thinking, they're driving to Columbus? <laughs> These poor guys, you know? You didn't even drive to Columbus. No, I didn't. Uh, well, I did a couple of times, but uh, they, uh, no, I guess they drove to the airport, and they took a charter. Good for them. So they're in Columbus, because they got there last night. Right. Unless they had a really speedy bus driver. Uh, they got there last night, and they play who today? Well, now the tournament gets underway. Tomorrow, they've got Memphis. That's going to be tough, isn't it? Oh, Memphis. What's Memphis rated? Wait a minute. I got the little thing here. Higher than FAU. That's all I know. Memphis. Get your brackets have to be done uh, pretty much today if you're Actually, in the tournament. Huh? Uh, Memphis is eighth. <laughs> FAU's ninth. Okay. So they're close. There you go. That's a, Those are those toughies when they're right next to each other. So. Some of the big games today. Seventh-ranked Missouri against 10th-ranked Utah State. Number one seed Kansas, that's your team, against number 16 Howard. Top-rated Alabama against Texas A&M. Corpus Christi. That's an important oh, that's, distinction to make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the barber school. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's the poor things. That's the satellite but branch. But see, at least they, get, they, they were the ones that they get the play in, right? So good yeah. for them. You know what? That's a big deal. You can go and say, if you're on that basketball team, I played, you know, in March Madness. That's sure. a big deal. You know, it's interesting. Ohio State's not there this year. Providence College isn't here this year. Some traditionals. Yeah. yeah. Where's P- Where's PC? That's what I want to know. Providence College? Yeah. I, I don't know. They're, they're there like every year. I got to ask my cousin. Oh, no, no. Coming. They're in. Are they? Yeah. Providence is in. They're playing Kentucky in the first oh. round. Well, you clearly didn't pick them, Jen. Oh, that, means, that means you pick Kentucky over your, your Providence? Over the Friars? Oh, no. Jen, what have you oh, done? Oh, I did pick Kentucky. Oh, look at that. Oh. Over your hometown school. Uh, I'll tell my cousin that. Uh-oh. It'll kill me. Oh, boy. <laughs> Unless you win our bracket tournament, and then you then you. I'm gonna burn in hell. It's a Catholic school. I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh boy, man! You picked uh, Wildcats over Friars. Did I never it's understood tough. what a friar was? I was like, what the hell is a friar? Friar Tuck. Yeah, friar Tuck. That was it. <laughs> I know. That was They're monks, right? Yeah, that's what that's they right. are. Wow. It's a Catholic school. Hmm. Remember my friend was when remember my, my reunion? I found out he was the president of the university. Wow. It's like, oh my god, he's not there anymore. He did so. well. He did really well. Jen said, well, I can't date you. Well, he's also a priest. <laughs> right, that's what I... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> There's the joke. Uh, we got this going on. So how about this? Has uh, DeSantis versus Trump, or I should say Trump versus DeSantis, kicked up about 10 notches? You know, it's it's interesting, though, because what, what this pack for Trump did yesterday yeah. is really what happened to Trump when he was running and hadn't declared yet. Basically, That's they're right. trying to get DeSantis to get thrown out of the race before he actually enters the race because what Trump's people are saying is he's actually campaigning and he's using campaign funding and he's raising money, yet he hasn't declared. And you have to declare first before you can do those things. 
He's, he's punting it off as a book tour. That's a perfect summation of it, though. You're exactly right. right. That's There's... what's happening. A letter sent to the State Commission on Ethics. And they're not wrong, by the way. Because as it stands right now, under Florida law, and this is about to change, but elected officials must resign from office before running for president. Right. And you have to declare. He hasn't declared either. So that's, that's another thing. He's, he's under the guise of, it's my book tour. That's why I went to Davenport, Iowa. It's a book tour. <laughs> I got I'm like, okay. They're big book readers. They're big readers in Davenport. <laughs> you think see. anybody's buying that? Uh, it's so, I, it, but the funny, the, the irony there was that's exactly what got filed against Trump. And mm-hmm. it just went away. There were never any charges. I, I don't see this coming to fruition in any way, shape, or form. I think what I think DeSantis said this is this is a, it's a non-story. And I guess the, this is going to happen. It's not filed yet, but in Tallahassee, they're just about to introduce a bill that would reverse the rule that you can't run for president while you're governor. <laughs> convenient. Isn't that funny? Isn't that wow, convenient? Wow, isn't that convenient? Yeah. Who's the governor and who's going to sign that into yeah, law? It's a very friendly okay, uh, well. <laughs> legislature right now. <laughs> it's okay. So I don't think that's going to be an obstacle. I, it's 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 a frivolous thing. But I, what amazes me is every time Trump does something like this, he brings more attention to DeSantis. True. Every time he attacks DeSantis, more people know who DeSantis is. So it, it really behooves him to keep his mouth shut about DeSantis. Yep. I, you know, I, I know you're trying to get rid of Maybe he's doing it on purpose so he does get the attention. And DeSantis is going to be the VP pick. I don't know. Uh, he doesn't want him to run, first of all. That would be that would be his preference for sure. But as we know, DeSantis is going to run. And it's going to get uglier before it gets better, I guess. Wow, can you imagine the two of them on stage? They're going to come to blows. Can't wait. So good for us. It's going to be fisticuffs. That's like our Oscars. <laughs> when would that be? Like September? October? Usually around there. Right around yeah. there? It's coming. And the question put, is. They'll put Pence in between them. Oh, my God. All right, boys, and I want a fair fight. I can never say the guy's name. Vivek. What's his name? Vivek. Vivek. Ramaswamy. Yeah, him. He's really smart, though. I, I like the stuff he says. Smart dude. It's too bad he doesn't have a shot. No, he's but not going to win. But he just wants to get his uh, policy proposals out there. Someone to pick it up. You know, you can only hope because he's, he's a really bright guy. Mm-hmm. I like that. Hey, by the way, yeah. speaking of bright guy, because he chimed in about the Silicon Bank thing. Silicon Bank reopened yesterday with a new president, and sure. they said we're open for business. Oh, they're <laughs> I fine. Like, I was like, how did you do that? I bailed out. You got to take care yeah, of. Yeah, but you turn around like it, it, overnight. Got to take care of the big tech companies. <laughs> wow, where they stash oh. their money. And and your governor, who had three wine, three winery accounts at this bank. That by the way, he never disclosed. That that was a report that came out. They found it for him. He didn't exactly come out and say. We really need to bail out this bank. And by the way, I have the wineries. No. All he said was, we really need to bail out this bank. Oh. So doesn't he get in trouble for that? No. Jeez. Good Lord, no. Wow. That's crazy. What a scam. Really is. I was even more shocked he owned three wineries. Yeah, How no much kidding. money you got to have to own a winery? He's there, worth that much money. Is there a California law that says you got to sell your wineries before you run for president? <laughs> no. no, he's just going to hand out bottles of little oh. bottles of wine here instead of in you know little campaign buttons. He hands out bottles of wine. Good lord! I'd vote for him with that one. Well, Wait till he hits the presidential campaign. It's uh, well, by the way, somebody else is going to be running probably against him. Kamala Harris. She went on Stephen Colbert last night. Did you hear any of this? I heard him say how much you like the show Veep. That was about all I heard. It's basically a running show of the the, the show Veep. It's just like it, apparently, it, it, behind that's the scenes what, at the White what House. she does. And she was laughing about it. Okay, that's great. It's and, a comedy. And once again, she had a classic <laughs> Kamala make-no-sense uh, no. circle sandwich. <gasps> Did she really? Oh, my God. Just ridiculous. We got that. We got some good stuff, though, with St. Patty's Day coming up. 
All of it next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. When people look at this list of the things that they're recommending, the most alarming thing for most is the $5 million going to each black person. But for me, as an American, I'm looking at this list and I see that they're wanting to sell homes at $1 to black Americans. As an American and as someone who used to live in the San Francisco Bay Area, it's disgusting to me that we're more focused on slavery, which ended in 1865, than we're focused on the veterans who are on the streets of San Francisco, homeless and begging for spare change in 2023 that's where they need to start sending their money okay you want to talk about backlash that's a former blm activist who is speaking out against san francisco's and it's it's amazing how the reaction's coming in this morning because i guess it was a pretty late decision last night california time for the city of san francisco the commission (laughs) they green-lighted five million dollar reparations yes to each qualifying and that's important yeah, I was going to say, they didn't tell you what the qualifying factors were. <laughs> it's a little bit of detail there. So, I mean, do you have to prove that you have a direct descendant who was, right. you know, a slave? And that would be everybody. <laughs> qualifying African-American in the city. But it's not just $5 million bucks. Guaranteed annual incomes of at least 97000 grand for 250 years. What? Homes in San Francisco, like he was just talking about there, for just $1 a family. <laughs> And then he said the most unrealistic thing about it is, is what does the average, average San Francisco family got to pay extra a year to support this? And this is each year. Right. Not just one time. It was how much? It would cost you in a tax bill $600,000. So there'd be nobody left (laughs) to pay the bill. Everybody would go bankrupt except for the the multi, multi multi-rich. So it's like, okay, this is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Critics call it financially impossible. But it's gotten this far, which is the most amazing thing of all. I don't know. Have you seen the Biden financial plan? Oh, boy. It's pretty much pretty much like this. So the guy that uh, you heard there in the audio to start up the segment was Xavier Durasseau. He's from Prager University. Like I said, a former BLM activist even. Even he sees wow. this is just ridiculous. And he makes a good point, too. You got some of the worst homeless situations happening in that city of, uh, compared to the rest of the country. And this is the plan? And this You're just going to skip over them. <laughs> yeah, okay. Forget about all the people sleeping in the streets. We're going to make sure that everybody else has a house for a buck. Can you imagine the, buck? Lo- the lawsuits that are coming? Oh, my gosh. I, do you think they did it just to shine the light cities or counties or states or whatever need to do something as far as reparations go? Could be. And that's that's the whole point of this, as ridiculous as it is, is because people would talk about it and say, see, we need to do something. So you ask large, and then you just get whatever you can. Right. And say, it comes down to it's $10,000 for every African-American person that qualifies. And maybe you make sure that they get affordable housing, but not a dollar a house. It's San Francisco, for goodness sakes. Yeah, put uh, Nancy Pelosi's house <laughs> up for go. a buck. Let, let, you know, somebody buy that. What happened? Uh, Occupy Nancy. How's Re- that sound? Remember the Mrs. Doubtfire house? What yeah. did that just sell for? It was like $18 million. It was something ridiculous. Wow. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, they're going to give their house away for a buck. Sure. <laughs> it's, but I think, it's, I think it's because it's so absurd, they're ex- anticipating that everyone will talk about it. So it could it be. And then, then you got a city like New York. They're like, well, you don't want to be like San Francisco. So just give them something, half of that. Yeah. So we'll go two fifty. Two fifty. That's it. <laughs> I'm like five million dollars. Ridiculous Lump sum. I do know, and I, I, I'm assuming the border state of your hometown of Massachusetts is doing it. When I was in 
Rhode Island a couple of years ago, they were voting on reparations. I think that was the first state to put together a task force to talk about and it. I, I really do. And I think it was like $25,000 for qualifying African Americans per person. That's a lot of money. Well, yeah. So, I mean, and the thing, my big question was when I was looking at it, I said, okay, number one, what qualifies you? You had to prove you had a direct descendant who was a slave somewhere. And I said, okay, how do you prove that? You know, unless you do all that ancestry stuff, how do you know? I don't even know what my great-grandparents did. You know, so, I mean, how do you prove it? And then if, say, you qualify, do your children therefore qualify? Is it everybody in the family or is it just you? So, what if I mean, you just, how long do you have to live in San Francisco to get your reparations? See, in Rhode how Island, long does this work? Rhode Island, you had to be a resident. I know that much, but I don't know for how long. Well, they, they passed a bill last year, I believe, that they called homeless people residents. Oh, okay. So if I'm a homeless African-American in San Francisco, I'm marching down to City Hall and I'm saying, where's my check? Where's my check? I don't blame you. Or if you're Rachel Dolezal, do you show up and say, I identify as a black person? Oh, do I get money? That's going to happen, too. You know it's going to oh, happen. Oh, my God. And they're going to have what to. What a night. They're going to be caught up in litigation for years. And they're going to have to acknowledge the fact that somebody says they identify as an African-American. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. You know they and have to. any criticism is going to be called racist. <laughs> good, good luck, San Francisco. Okay, this good. is what you voted for. Well, you know what? I, I've been there. I haven't been there probably in 30 years, but the last time I was there, it's such a great city. I know. I was there in like 2010. It's great. No problems. It's like, wow. Homeless situation. It was just like any big city. Yeah, so many beautiful places to go and beautiful homes to look at and the wow. crooked street there and all that stuff. It was it's so many great things, and I'll never go back now. No. I think you're, no, you're not alone. Again. Nope. Yeah, done. what's happened to their tourism, I wonder, with all this? Bet you there is none. Well, we had uh, Kamala Harris. She was on uh, Stephen Colbert's show. What is he? The late, 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 late daily, no late, one late, ever no one watches. Watch. Yeah, exactly. She basically admitted the entire what's going on now. We all thought it was like an episode of that show Veep yeah, with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Right. She said, yeah, it pretty much is. Okay, so here's the thing, because you and I have visited before. I know you love Veep. I do. I, <laughs> is it accurate? There is. There are bits of it. <laughs> Great. And how about this expression? It's a comedy show and says that's what the White House is like. Okay, cool. So as you predicted, there is strong uh, pushback against that, uh, that, that willow drilling project in Alaska. Right. Including some protesters outside of the studio, I guess. It's CBS. Really? Her answer? You talk about a word salad. Listen to this. Was there any discussion in the White House about what the blowback would be for approving the Willow Oil Project? Because people have gotten quite upset about it. I think there's some protesters outside right now. Well, I think that the the, the concerns are based on what we should all be concerned about. But the, the solutions have to be and include what we are doing in terms of going forward, in terms of investments. <laughs> Shouldn't answer the question. Clear as a bell. <laughs> she doesn't she's answer ne- it. She's never answered a question. Well, wow. I think the concerns are the concerns, but moving forward, we need to move. Oh, my God. <laughs> she didn't answer the Oh, my God. And you know what the killer is? Just like the president at the press conferences, no one comes back with a follow-up question. No, he okay, sure did Okay, so what are the concerns? Right. No. Uh, what are you doing? No, no one says anything. They just let it slide. Well, don't worry about that stuff. It's Irish Christmas Eve. That's right. Boys. Is that why your whole family's coming to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? No. Oh, okay. I got Just, cheap flights. Oh. You kidding? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's got nothing to do with it's anything. Scary. The you know what? If you if you live in South Florida, be prepared. The entire Adams oh. brothers are all going to be together next week. Yeah, it's going to be drinking uh, their way around town. Oh God, it's going to be a scene. What are we drinking? Not just we. I mean, we as a community. 
Okay. For beer. beer I, I of would, course. Okay, so what's the Irish beer? My girlfriend's got a great picture of her daughter doing a, a big jump in front of the Guinness sign. Really? So Guinness. Oh, it's a I gotta find it for it. It's a beautiful picture. Normally Guinness, believe it or not, it's the only the seventeenth best selling beer in the US. Jumps up to ninth in March, of course. Seventeenth? There's sixteen beers in front of it? Oh yeah. Is it because it's expensive? Uh because it's, it's, it's thick. Oh, okay. It, I've never had it, so. What's that, like syrup? Guinness on a hot day. Oh, oh. No good? Oh. Okay. All right. Bring a fork. Really? Anyway, <laughs> this may disappoint you or surprise you. American lagers, Bud and Coors, you know, very generic. Right. Still the top beers we'll be drinking on St. Patty's Day. All right. It's because of promotions. What's available, what's cheap? It's yeah, all about it's the true. cheap. It's all about the cheap. <laughs> I do know that uh, the Budweiser toe-to-go thing has taken place. I think Very it starts good. at like 6 o'clock tonight. Excellent. Do not drink and drive. Just no. call up somebody. You got Uber. You got friends. You got Lyft. You got toe-to-go. No excuses. Yeah, don't be driving and drinking. All right. Well, we're going to drive in right into rapid fire coming up next. Might drive off the road, but it's coming. We'll go around <laughs> the room with some news stories minutes away. Keep it here next. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What is going on in the world on pre-St. Patty's Day Eve? Jen's got the first story. What's happening? Well, the last time we met, I talked about a sexual fantasy class for high schoolers in Oregon. Yes. This time I'm talking about middle schoolers in Utah at Nebo School District. What'd they do there? Sixth grade students. Because cows are killing the world. Oh, no. They're teaching the children we got to get rid of the cows and oh, make gosh. the kids eat bugs. Oh, my gosh. That's the goal. They want to they eat bugs. They want farmland that they'll probably give to migrants. Uh, it's, it's, this or is, China. This is why the, it's so important for for parents and teachers to look into curriculum and what they're pushing here. No, no there's no propaganda. Okay. okay, sure. This will prove that it's propaganda. The Spring Canyon Middle School said they purchased the bugs from a commercial site that said they were safe for consumption. The kids were not forced to eat the bugs, yet they had to write an assignment about it. One of the parents said after seeing the assignment posted on social media, she said, it, the quote, it's an indoctrination into a dark climate change religion. And I'm it thinking, is. boy, you know what? You're, you're really pushing it. Here's the thing. The sixth graders had to write an essay, but they weren't permitted to disagree with the fact that the cows were killing the earth. Right. They had to agree with it or they would it wouldn't have been accepted. There's full on so, ex- acceptance or you're, you'll be admonished. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't have a choice. So you had to write an argument, an argumentative essay against why bugs, you should eat them or not eat them. But you had to say you had to eat them because they wouldn't accept it if you said you didn't have to eat them. What that's state, that you can that's eat how you do it. That's how they did it in the Soviet Union. My gosh. Yeah, you're right. What, what state was this? Uh, this was in Utah, at Utah. Nebo School District, wherever that is. N-E-B-O is what You're right. Yeah, you, you indoctrinate them young. It is. And, and that's I, it. But I do like to see that the criticism of climate alarmis, alarmism is being good. It is. It's a cult-like religion. And they said it was it was promoted as kids. Middle schoolers love the ooh factor. And they gave many thanks to the English teachers for broadening their horizons. They yeah. literally gave them kudos for doing this. English. Wow. Yeah. Remember English that, class. Remember that when they first started to criticize DeSantis last year because he said, why in math classes are we having essay questions involving critical race theory? So true. So it, it doesn't really, the propaganda doesn't really matter what subject, they slip it in wherever they can. Right. And in this case, it was a writing class. How about that? At oh, least you eat bugs out. and then tell us why you want to eat bugs for the rest of your life and you can't tell me you'd rather eat a cow. Unbelievable. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind uh, of scary. Sure is. At least, but, but the good news is at least we're being aware of it now. Right. Thank God. 
Well, here's the story that continues to surprise me. The Biden administration, this is actually a big one, threatening now a nationwide ban on TikTok. It's reached this level. Wow. If the Chinese-owned app isn't sold. I think they're actually going to do this. I think they are. I'm a firm believer in follow the money. Right. Biden's got somebody on the line that wants to buy this. My son, Hunter. I was going to say, <laughs> so you imagine? smartest guy I know. <laughs> With his Ukrainian money, he's going to buy TikTok. <laughs> Zelensky! Zelensky's going to buy it. It's going to be... Uh, so, I mean, or is it like a George Soros, or who oh, is it? Maybe gosh. it's Gavin Newsom. Who the hell knows? He's apparently got a lot of money. Yeah. So, NBC has the story, and uh, they've been all over it. Their main correspondent, Kristen Welker, says this marks a dramatic shift. Yeah, you think so? They didn't want to touch it before. They didn't want to talk about it. Wow. Which makes me believe, the main reason is it was it's basically China the CCP has control over all the data users all the right. users from the all the data from the users on this thing i think it's something more otherwise why would the white house even get involved with this because follow the money i'm telling right. you he's got a friend who wants to buy it right and that's their out that's how they say this is how we're going to get you to still keep your tiktok it's going to be it's going to be safe for everybody i got a friend who has the money to buy it who has that kind of money bill gates Oh, my God. George Soros. Bill Gates, speaking of it, he's a big advocate of eating the bugs, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's all yeah, he that. Doesn't, yeah, why is he buying all the farmland? Is he killing off all the cows? Yeah, to get rid of farmers. Look at what's happening in the Netherlands wow. right now. They oh, have told I know. farmers to get, they can't do their jobs anymore in the name of climate change. Oh, my God. Uh, this is This lunacy has to stop. God almighty. By the way, TikTok's firing back. They have a PR department. They said, quote, if protecting national security is the objective, divestment doesn't solve the problem. Now, everybody's wondering, you can't really ban TikTok, right? If it ever came to that, you couldn't do it. The way it would happen was on U.S. servers to uh, get online, you couldn't access TikTok. That's how India did it. Oh, so like Elon Musk could shut down his satellites to give you Well, basically, you just see small potatoes. I mean, the main internet network, as far as... How do you do that? Get onto a URL from, wow. from American internet usage. You just well, blacklist the access. Unless, of course, one of Biden's friends buys it. <laughs> I'm a firm believer he's got somebody on the hook. Because you're not saying that unless you got somebody it on the hook. It wouldn't surprise me these days. Oh, no. Just For, think all the rich people. It's not. I don't think it's going to be Elon Musk. I don't think he wants to no. buy TikTok since he already owns Twitter. So you, you mean using the White House as your personal ATM? I'm just oh, saying. Outlandish. He hasn't Craziness, been doing that since huh? 2008. No. It's no big deal. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking a lot about money. We're also talking a lot about the brackets. Yes. Yeah. With the NCAA tournament we're beginning today, it's just these next four days are absolutely glorious. But... Here's a guy. <laughs> I don't know how he does this. I do, would not have the stomach to live like Mattress Mac. Oh, oh dear. What's he in for? The bets for Mattress Mac are in, and I'll give you a hint because oh, you can, remember I, where the Final Four is this yeah, year? Yeah, it's in Houston, yeah, hometown, and of course that's where he's located. So Mattress Mac has bet a total <gasps> of four million dollars. Oh my God! On the Houston Cougars, who are one of the one seeds, so it's not completely like outlandish. But he bet on them to win the entire tournament in four separate bets. So he placed $500,000 through BetMGM, another $500,000 through uh, Barstool Sportsbook. And then when the season started, he bet a million dollars on FanDuel Sportsbook and then another million on DraftKings with another oh million on at Caesar Sports. So three separate $1 million bets and two 
half million dollar bets. That's how he got that huge Super Bowl win. That's right. He spreads his bets out. He spread wow. it out through different sports books. And he put books. that much in Barstool? Yeah, he did. Good half for Half a million Barstool. How about that, right? Wow. Well, you know what else, too? It's good PR. He can say he's the hometown guy. You well, know, yeah. And he's on the hometown pick, team. How can you not pick your own home team? He, he bet on wow. his home team with the Final Four in Houston. So you're probably wondering, well, you bet that much money. What would he win? I mean, Houston is a favorite, but he did have some preseason bets in there, too. No. You know where he got the big money? Remember they were giving him a hard time? It was the Astros. Yes. That's what it was. So that was another hometown team. That's right. And they ended up winning. And Record he won. winning. He's won. That was the biggest single sports betting win in history, was. I think. Now, I, I wonder if this will beat it, because I have to go back to remember how much he won with the Astros. Yeah. Because if Houston wins, the Houston Cougars, if they win the NCAA tournament, he wins $39.5 million. Oh, my gosh. Not just Mac. On a $4 million <laughs> bet. Uh-huh. Wow. How insane is that? Pretty but insane. But who takes, I mean, that's kind of crazy, you know? Can you imagine being that sports agency, though, and all of a sudden that betting agency, a oh, Mattress Max coming in. That's, that's why he spreads it out. Wants to put a million and a half yeah. on somebody. Here million, he comes. Million here, million so, there. So if you're, if you're the CEO of that sports betting app or that sports center, are you hoping that Houston doesn't win so you don't have to pay him out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Betting that your house is betting against that's you. It's a huge win wow. at that point for them. Yeah. So okay, watch out so, for Houston with Mattress Mac. Oh, that, <laughs> a lot right that tells me all the more reason not to pick Houston for the Final Four because no Gosh. one wants him to win. Notice how Diener did this story after we filled out our company right. brackets. Yeah, thanks a lot, jerk. <laughs> that would have affected my my picks, by the Sorry. way. You can always go in and change it. It's Wait not noon yet. <laughs> I have I have Houston losing early, so I, I don't worry about Ooh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, they ain't going to the final four. Ooh. Anyway. Going against Mattress Mac. Yeah, and so is right. the rest of the world because right. they don't want to pay him out. Anyway, Earth Shattering News. We talked about this earlier in the dog world. I don't have any of the top five. Either do you, Bill. I don't think you do, Dudiner, either. For the first time in 30 years. It's a shocker. The Labrador Retriever is not America's number one dog. So how do they pick the, the number one dog? The American Kennel Club bases is on registrations. So if you buy a dog, yeah. and it has to be a registered dog. So your mutt doesn't qualify, unfortunately. So can't half of my remember, dogs don't qualify. I can't remember a time it hasn't been number one, though. No. In the past 31 years, it's wow. been the, golden, the Labrador Retriever. Sorry. Uh, it has been upstaged by the French Bulldog for the first time ever. Yeah, the Frenchies, those are popular. Yeah. The top five, French Bulldog, Lab comes in second, Golden Retriever. Oh, yeah, always. German Shepherd, Poodle. I had a bad experience with the German Shepherd when I was younger. Did I, you really? Yeah. Well, they didn't attack me, but our neighbor growing up for years, I mean, just when I was a kid anyway, they had a German Shepherd, but... He was like a trained killer, pretty much. Oh. And he was, oh, he would always be barking, playing in the backyard, and he would come sprinting out right at the fence. And oh, yeah. Wow. Like, That's scary. Like that I, dog from Sandlot. Like, I was going to say yes. Sandlot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Turned out to be nothing. Anytime but, he would get out sometimes, yeah. and we would have to like run inside the house. Ooh. No, I, I don't do well with German Shepherds, unfortunately. Well, They're you know, great dogs. I, they, they, I know a ton of people with German Shepherds that are great dogs. Oh, they are. So, yeah, they are. So. Childhood memories. <laughs> Sorry to bring up the trauma, yeah. Diener. Jeez. Wow. Wow. Don't come to my house. It happens. Yeah, well, that, and, you know, Diener came to my house when I had sur- after the surgery. Remember for Christmas? Oh, yeah. Get the presents. And all my dogs went running out. And Diener just stood there with his hands <laughs> up. Like, and I went, okay. he goes, they're not going to kill me, are they? I'm like, hands yeah. up, don't bite. I, I let 500 pounds of dog out of the house. 600 pounds of dog out of the house is going to eat you. I don't think so. They were great. Uh, well, we got the video because it's amazing. It's HD video from the drone. When it got... Uh, you know, oh, it didn't get hit. Spilled on by the Russian jets. <laughs> it peed on it. But now get this, get this update. <laughs> Despite uh, the statement from the Pentagon, Russian ships are at the area of the Black Sea where the drone crashed Wednesday. 
Russian ships to, are there. They're trying oh, to get so it. So the Russian ships wow. are trying to get and it. And this is the Reaper drone. That's like our main drone. It's well, how much, Jen? One, 30, 32 million. 32 million bucks? Unreal. Uh, U.S. Joint Chiefs wow. of Staff Chairman uh, General Mark Milley said at a Pentagon briefing, recovering the drone would be very difficult. It sounds like it. Russians are going to have that now, too. <laughs> yeah. It's just got a lot worse. That's not good. But they didn't knock it out of the sky intentionally, Bill. That, sure. Right. sure. Milley sure. wouldn't go that far. It was an aggressive attack, but we don't know if it was done intentionally. Russia will probably say, we don't even have jets. We don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what about. kind of jets they have. Well, they here's, go fast. Here's a first. I think it was SU-27. But anyway, here's Thank so, you. The, a great white shark. Right? Oh, we've, God, we've here we them, go. We've seen them, you know, in Florida, different places. Right. We've talked about it. Even in off of Juneau, we've talked about great yeah. whites. For the first time ever, a Uh-oh. great white shark has been caught off the coast of Alabama. 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 And off the, on Alabama Beach, a pair of fishing guides from Pensacola, actually, came over to Alabama. They're from the Fishing Guide Service Coastal Worldwide, I guess is the name of their place. They were on Orange Beach, early morning hours of March 7th. Wow. Something started to pull on their line, their heavy-duty lines. They knew they had a big one. They didn't expect it to be a great white shark. They thought it was a tiger shark. But they had wow. a 32-minute struggle, and once it was over, they reeled in an 11-foot great white shark. It's like Old Man of the Sea. It was. Wow. It was a Holy battle. Cow. How about that? Off the coast of Alabama. Alabama Shores. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, isn't that... It's right near us. Well, it's mean, not too far away. On. It's like... They still in the Gulf. I, I guess they said that great whites are known to pass through the Gulf of Mexico, but they not really, rarely come close enough to land, you know, or to the land on the beach for, you know, fishermen like them to actually catch them off the coast like Do that. Do they let it go? Or is it like shark burgers? No, I think they kept it. It wasn't catch and release after oh, no. that kind of work. <laughs> oh, no, no, wait, you're right. They did. They let him go. Oh, okay. They took some quick photos and then they released him. I, I don't, can you keep a shark? And then the, the, the actually, I don't think you can. The crew is on board, going. Well, if we were going to release it, I wouldn't have fought this thing for eleven hours. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you should have just Jeez. told me. Come on now. Come but on, give me a break, people. Wow, that's wild, though. All right, coming up that's next, we're cool. going to a little bit of sports. We're going to send off our FAU owls the right way, hopefully. Yeah. Oh. Wish him luck. And Aaron Rodgers is back in the NFL to haunt Jen. Oh God, that's right. Well, just go away. Can't get rid of him. But the deal is not done yet. So that it's means like, we're going to talk about him again and again and again. Yeah, it's, it is fascinating. Oh. <laughs> or not. From a business perspective. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Jennifer Correa. Sounds completely manageable for St. Patty's Day. Sounds fine. Then a little toasty on Saturday. Then clear it out next week. Get a little cooler. Nice. May, uh, nice. I think we get some much-needed rain late Saturday and Sunday. I'll take it. I well, wouldn't mind. Everyone's going to be watching these stupid basketball games. Yeah, just they are. The brackets for. Brackets are done. Entered. What's even worse is, again, Bill and I have the same two teams in the final two, but I pick one and he picked the other. Stop thinking alike. I, it's scary. It's because I'm with you all the time. I swear. <laughs> it's I not think like you. <laughs> Which is a, not a good thing. And I know nothing about sports. Me so neither. I, I see one college basketball game this year. Yeah, but you're a sports person. I don't know anything about sports. I just went purely by teams or people I like who lived in those states. I really did. I, I just leaned a lot on favorites and, you know, higher rank seeds and all this stuff. I mean, I don't know. And nothing else that go on. Peter, who you have winning? Well, I was about to ask you guys, do you have any big upsets? I don't know. That you're banking on, like like early round upsets, you know, because that's where they usually happen. No. You, sometimes you have your 10, 11, 12, 13 seeds go to the final four, the Elite Eight. Like last year, St. Peter's was the 15th seed. They went to the Elite Eight. I'll tell you this. Oh? 
<laughs> this might break my bracket right away. Oh, I no. have, just for karma, I have picked our FAU Owls yeah! to beat Memphis. Me too. How about that? There you go. Um, well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also picked against Providence, so we know where your yeah, I know. Well, we know where your loyalty lies. <laughs> that's not good. Well, to answer your question, Jen, I took um, Alabama to win. I took Alabama to beat Texas. So Bill and I are actually the same champion. Yeah, I got Alabama beating uh, Kansas. Yeah, see, and I got Kansas beating Alabama. Aha! Uh-huh. So we all wound up basically at the same place. Yeah, yeah, we do. We all have the same Final Four people. It's just who wins. Well, that was a nice send off in Boca Raton for the, those FAU Owls yesterday. Super proud. Oh my God, so proud. They made it all the way here. I feel like we're the hype men, so if we get the team hype, then they just get locked in, and then they can like push themselves to do better. Yeah, push yourself to do better. There was uh, just some students hanging out, and uh, it was actually more raucous than that. They were sending the buses off as they go to the airport, and then they fly to... Their game is in Columbus. Well, the funny part about it was I saw them getting on the bus, and I'm thinking... Oh, these poor kids, they got to take a bus to Columbus. <laughs> it's a long drive. I was like, that's a really long drive. But I found out they, they took a plane. They only took the bus to the airport. Are you is gonna, that what happened? Yes, it is. Okay. Are you going to stay up to watch that one, Jen? It's tomorrow night with a tip-off at 920. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Come on, you got to check it out. She's taking a bus to Columbus to be there live. I think she is. Then will right. be back that's, in time for the morning show. That's right. I got a lot of friends who were there, actually. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of games being played. Well... Jen Any is saving up back. her. She's saving up her sleep hours to watch every single New York Jets game. This she's gonna she's gonna get the Sunday NFL ticket just to watch Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> because I still have that fire and I, I and I want to play and I would like to play in New York. Uh, it's just a matter of um, you know getting that done at this point. Isn't he supposed to be like really smart? He's very smart. Like his IQ is like off the charts. He's a very smart dude, but yeah. a weird dude. Is well, not connected to his immediate family, by the way. There is a big rift on that. They don't really talk to him either. He's kind of a lone wolf. (laughs) Anybody that goes into a dark room for four days to make a decision. So this is what he said. When he went into, and we mocked this for days, when he went into the four-day dark room retreat. The groundhog retreat. He said he was 90% sure he was going to retire. So what happened? He said he came out of the dark. This is his quote. I came out of the darkness and something changed. (laughs) Oh, jeez. He became, he started to feel like he wanted to play for the Jets. That's right. what happens when you go into a dark room for four days. You want to play for the Jets. We should tell you, don't ever go into a dark room for four really days. Really bad byproduct. Tiny line between genius and insanity. Yeah. So he did the interview with Pat McAfee's his buddy, because he hates the media, and he well, so good luck in New York. So we'll only talk to him. And he said, my intention is to play for the Jets. It's being held up now by the teams. The Packers are holding it up. Really? And they're in no hurry. And that was the thing I found interesting about this because, you know, a lot of people were kind of blaming him and me included. I was saying, oh, he's such a diva, this and that. You know, he's trying to make people hold on and see what he's going to do. But well, kind of is. When it came down to it, though, he was like, I told the Jets I was going to play for them last week. He's, I'm just waiting for the Packers to get the deal done, pretty much. Packers are like, the heck with you. Yeah, they, they, so exactly, what, do the, what yeah. do the Packers have to do? Just say he's yours? They, just, they get to, here's our terms. They need compensation. It's, he's under contract with them. So he pays them, or the Jets pay them? So the, they're waiting for the Jets to pay Jets them? Jets will pay them in player comp, picks, whatever. they. I don't know. I don't well, know yeah. what they want. Players, wow. picks, you know, obviously taking on most of his contract, if not all of it. And I say he stays in Green Bay because they're not going to let him go. No. Well, here's the thing. Green Bay said they said they're done. That's, he, he made oh, that very okay. clear yesterday. He said he would have stayed there, but Green Bay told him we're, we're not, we don't want you anymore. Unless, He's crazy. <laughs> unless they'll come up with a statement, we want eight number one draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Because Green Bay, they do. They have all the leverage right now. They got their quarterback in Jordan Love, who's been studying under Aaron Rodgers for like three years now. And, uh, and uh, Aaron Rodgers' wish list. 
of and players from the Packers the Jets must sign to make the deal happen. And apparently they raised, I mean, they signed a couple of guys. So the Packers have their guy. It's just, did I say the Jets before? The Packers have their guy. Yeah. They're in no rush. The Jets, they're like, well, we need him now. So when do we gonna get this deal done? So the Packers have all of the leverage. It's really oh, quite wow. fascinating to watch, honestly. Hot, plenty when's, of time. When's yeah. the deadline? I mean, is there a deadline when the, the trade, Packers? Well, the trade deadline is in November. So. <laughs> Probably before the draft, though, because yeah. they wanted to want some wow. draft capital, I'm sure. I think they I, they might draw this out until the draft next month. The draft's next month already? Yeah. NFL writer Adam oh, Schefter, okay. he, Aaron Rodgers told this story. He tried to, when the confusion was happening, he texted him. He said, Aaron, it's it's uh, Adam just trying to get a confirmation. He goes, Nice try. Lose my number. <gasps> to the top NFL reporter in the game. That's how he writes it back to him. Next year's going to be great. Oh, I can't wow. wait. It's going to be so good. All right, the mysterious 9 o'clock hour. Coming up next, got some St. Patty stuff, a little bit more sports. We got some news. All of it next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. The United States will continue to fly and to operate wherever international law allows. And it is incumbent upon Russia to operate his military aircraft in a safe and professional manner. Well, I don't know how much Russia's going to listen to you there, General, because Russia apparently right now as we speak is in the Black Sea scooping up recollecting the U.S. drone that they basically shot down. So do you really think they didn't do it on purpose? Yeah, sure. They didn't shoot it down, and I know, and they had to, like, like streamed oil on the thing. I get that. But it caused the U.S. to make the decision to sink the thing into the Black Sea because it was damaged. It damaged, like, one of the little wings on the thing. So how, how deep is the Black Sea? I would assume it's fairly deep. Deep. Right? Deep. Are they going to be able to retrieve this thing? I think they that are. Would They're not there be, right now. That would not be good if the Russians got a hold of our military capabilities. So, and that's what's going to happen. And they, they might have had it. it already, but here we go. Hey, guys. Hi, Hi Dieter. Dieter. When you asked that question, Jen? You were looking it up. I was I was very intrigued. I'm like, well, how deep is the Black Sea? How deep is it? It's over a mile deep. Oh, 7,000 feet. That's, maybe gone. They, uh, you can only hope they can't get to it. Huh. I guess it also depends on where in the Black Sea, right? I mean, yeah. if it fell into a trench, then good luck getting Where's that. Where's James but... Cameron? That's all you want yeah, to know. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's, the only, th- he's the only one I know who has the capability right. of doing that, so. So the sound there was from Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. General Milley, who's the Joint Chiefs Chairman, he sounded a little bit different. We do not uh, seek armed conflict with Russia, and I believe that uh, at this point we should investigate this incident uh, and move on from there. We're going to talk. We'll keep talking. Okay. Mm. Right. You're going to keep talking now that they got your drone? And they might have had the technology anyway. They knew exactly what it was. But still, for them to make a statement, we'll, we'll race right to the Black Sea and scoop it up. Well, you know, the the, the only comforting thing is they're not saying, we're going to go after them, you know, and, mm. and take out one of their fighter jets. At least he's talking talk. You know, I don't know how much teeth that has. I don't think Russia really cares. They don't care what we think. And if you don't, and if you actually believe they didn't take it out on purpose, I think you're a fool. Wow. Huh. But, I, I, you know, at least he was diplomatic about it. Tell you what, though, on the Morning Show blog, 850WFTL.com, and on the Morning Show app, I mean on the app, which you can find the blog, too. Uh, right. Diener put up the video. It's amazing video right from our drone the moment that incident happened. Yeah. It's clear as a bell. It's HD. Oh, yeah. It's unreal. They, 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 oh, they, we don't know if they intentionally hit it. No. You clip a wing. Boom. Yeah. Goes flying down. I'm you'll, like, yeah, okay. You'll have a different opinion once you see yeah, the video. Yeah, once you see the video, it's kind of hard to think they didn't do it on purpose. So, wow. so speaking, what what else do 
we have on the it's now the time to do the blog because we always do it at different times. If you'd and like. yesterday we forgot about it <laughs> until <laughs> can, the end. I mean, if you'd like to do it now, you can do it later. Whatever Because that's like. one he just mentioned. That's the only reason I thought. I can tell you. What's the other one? Well, we, we had that drone video. We also have the moments where the Canadian fans at a Maple Leafs game, I think it was. Yeah, it was in Toronto. And they were singing, you know, they had the singer there singing the national anthem for both Canada, obviously, and the United States, as they do at every hockey game. And the mic cut out. While the singer was singing the national anthem for the U.S., but the Canadian fans, always polite, they continued it. They're they, good people. Yeah, about that. Good well, people, those Canadians. But what you pointed out earlier is, is pretty keen, is that Canadians know the Star-Spangled Banner. I thought that that was still pretty <laughs> like, interesting, too. That's pretty impressive. I don't think if this happened in, like, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I don't think we'd have some Ranger fans singing the Canadian national anthem. I don't think so if, either. If they were playing the, the Maple Leafs. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't know it. I don't know the words to the Canadian. I know the tune. It's a great anthem. It's it nice. Is. I, I actually really like the Canadian anthem. I, I don't know I, the words by heart though. I don't. I. No. But no. let me ask you this: If you're a big hockey fan and you got season tickets, you probably hear the Star Spangled Banner almost every game. As right. A, as a Canadian. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, True. So uh, maybe yes. you know it just purely by osmosis. You're there all the time. I guess, yeah, but we're you the know? same, though. We hear the Canadian one all the time. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you. I get to O Canada, and that's it. O Canada. I don't and even then, know what it is. Uh, uh, Patriot Prime. There's something in there. It's a hockey player. Oh. Stan Makita. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it goes, Santa Wayne Gretzky. Uh, yeah, he's in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Sorry, Canadian. Dudley do right. Dudley do right. Oh, my God. Uh, this is the from the blog, in fact. Now that we brought it up, yeah. uh, this is the moment it happened. Who's brought stripes? Oh, how nerve-wracking! Anyway, it gets noisy, but they wow. they helped out. They helped out. How about a nerve-wracking moment for that singer? That's terrible too. I hope they invite her back to do it again. All right, because everybody you thinks know? it's you or Mike actually cut out. It wasn't yeah. her fault. It's your fault. What's wrong with you? Bring her back with a better mic next time. Come on. Yeah, put some uh, batteries in the wireless mic there, <laughs> yeah. Toronto. Yes, yeah. please. Maybe it was a corded one and she stepped on the cord. And <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was her fault. They, they should give her a second chance, though. They should, right? Yeah, you invite her to sing it, then have her sing it. I say you just have the crowd do it, have them do the work, and it's free. And you paid to get in. <laughs> Smart business plan right there. Yeah. Nice. Man. So you can check it out on the blog, 850WFTL.com. Cool. Comment on the app, of course. All right. Okay. Here's another story from uh, International Relations. I can't believe it got this far, but it looks as though we're serious. And I say we, I mean the White House. It's gotten to that level. Is serious about telling China that we're going to ban TikTok <gasps> unless you sell the company. See, now, whenever I hear something like this, I always like to follow the money. I can't imagine the Biden administration doesn't have somebody already or a group of investors already willing to buy it. Could be. And how much would TikTok? What did what did Elon Musk pay for Twitter? Forty billion. So was what, it forty billion? What yeah. would TikTok be worth? Oh goodness gracious! Hey, you need a lot of money. So maybe it's a bunch of investors. Maybe they're Biden's friends who want to buy it. So all of a sudden it's like, okay, this is how we get out of it. We have my friends buy it. It becomes an American entity, and therefore everybody can keep their TikTok. Maybe. Officially yesterday, the administration threatened a nationwide ban on TikTok. And you may be wondering, well, how does, wow. that, how does that get done? No one's going to listen to you. No, this would be like literally you couldn't log on to it through U.S. Internet. It just wouldn't happen. Wow. That's what, that's what India did. Yeah, a couple of countries. It's also besides India. Canada's getting close, by the way. Are they? Yeah, they've already banned it across the board in like governmental buildings and businesses. So, But, I, I mean, people are a little more 
bendable in Canada? They're a little more understanding of what the government tells them yeah, to do? Yeah, we just beat them into singing our national anthem. So <laughs> We could have invaded last night. So the concern, obviously, goes back to this. Concern is that the uh, CCP of China, Communist China, could harvest and supply sensitive data on U.S. users to the Chinese government because it's owned by this bike dance company. Mm-hmm. And... They're beholden to the Chinese government, and they do have proof that they've been collecting Americans' data. There's 100 million Americans logging on and actively using TikTok now. 100, 100 million. million. Wow. It's the only way they're going to get it to stop is they got to shut it down. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Or you know what? Do it for, for a couple of days and see what they say. <gasps> Can you imagine the outrage? Look at what happens when like Netflix goes out for 30 minutes. People like have a meltdown. Can True. you imagine a hundred million TikTok users being not being able to get on TikTok? Oh, they'd have a revolution. Are you kidding me? It'd be crazy. It'd be the next world war. What would the kids do? That's I don't know. They'd have to go outside. Oh, I know. Maybe play. Maybe <laughs> watch something else. Hey, did you just see this about Nike that just popped up? This is rather disturbing to me because Very. I didn't know they did this. I saw it and I said, Oh, that's too gross. All right, never mind. No, here, go ahead. Nike says it's going to stop using kangaroo leather for its soccer cleats. Did you know that they made soccer cleats out of kangaroos? No. Nobody knew. Oh my God, that's disgusting. They say they're, no more, they're not going to use any more kangaroo leather for any of their products by the end of the year. That is disturbing. That's very disturbing. I mean, Horrifying. I, kangaroos are, you know, they're not very nice animals, but still, who knew that they used their leather to make cleats? I didn't know that. Okay, so that was a big announcement from Nike yesterday. Are they going to stop using Chinese slave labor for their sneakers? Well, probably not. <laughs> no, don't don't get too ambitious over there, Bill. They going to uh, stop using the Uyghurs? Wow, isn't that terrible? And they never admit to it. Boy, I never knew. But am I stupid that I never knew kangaroos were used for things like that? Uh, I don't know I if anybody knew. really widely knew that till they announced it. That's really disgusting. Then again, they use cows for everything, so I guess I can't be too surprised. Ugh, that's horrible. I'm sorry I brought that up. Better news. Brightline testing out its trains. You see this? They ran tests in Orange County earlier this month. Yes. 135 miles an hour. Oh. This, this so once it gets wide flying. open, it really they really put the put the pedal to the metal. Yeah, it's starting at the end of March until like the first week of April, they're going to test it in the Melbourne area north between 7 o'clock in the morning and 4 o'clock in the afternoon, right during rush hour. Uh, they're planning on going 110 miles an hour. I think they might be ahead of schedule and going to Orlando. I got a feeling yeah, that I my theory is by the end of the year you're going to be able to go like to you know the Magic Kingdom to go see Disney this year. Yeah. Wow. Wait, Christmas. That's what I'm saying. Because they're supposed to be there like the beginning of next year, right? Or sometime next year, right? Wow. But they're they're I mean, come on, they're testing these trains already. Why didn't this is a question we'll never find the answer to probably? Why did Disney turn down a station? I think Brightline turned it down. I think there no, was I, a riff. Uh, you think it's... A, yeah, it was Disney turning it down. Oh, well, look at That's another Chappic move. But I guess it goes to the airport first, Orlando, and then there'll be shuttles and, and connections there I, from there? That, that's what they're saying. And wow. then they're going to go to Tampa. The question is, where do they go in Tampa? The airport there? I ever Yeah, so. it would make sense. Well, it, it'd be great. It's easier for me to fly out of Orlando. Mm-hmm. I get it. In many cases. Many more flights. So, I mean, if, if they have a stop in Stewart and I can jump on a bright line in Stewart and take it to Orlando and get right. on a plane there, that, that would work for me. Wow. Or at people points north, you know, that, that's great. But if just how, how long are they saying it's going to take you to get from West Palm to Orlando with this train? Because once it gets north of like Jupiter, it flies. Moving. It's going 110, if not more so. So mm. that's, that's a 
that's a hefty clip until it goes through Stewart at like 85. Yeah, I guess the, the safety test through Stewart, though, must have passed, I hope. I didn't see it. You know what, stupid me? I, I even made a note that they were going to test the trains. I wanted to go see it go through, especially Hope Sound at Stewart, because there's people all around. Jen was going to go down there with one of those signs, <laughs> slow down! <laughs> <laughs> Kids in the neighborhood! <laughs> I'll put one of those signs, a little kid on the side. Right. I, I, it just amazes me it's going to go through downtown Stewart that fast. Got to get to Orlando, baby. There's a lot of stuff around it. It's like, and I'm waiting. It's going to happen. Outstanding. It's like, wow. I love that. Um, we got some uh, St. Patty's Day news coming up next and a social experiment. Did you hear about this one? A tech tycoon Uh-oh. offered $100,000 to a lady who was next to on an airplane to take off her mask just to see what she'd say. What do you hundred thousand dollars? What do you think she said? I would have taken my clothes off, and never mind my mask. <laughs> Jeez. For ten. No. <laughs> it's an unbelievable result, though. Oh my goodness! Will we hear the end of this story? It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Eight fifty WFTL dot com. Joyce was just mentioning there. That's also where you find the Morning Show blog. We were talking about the uh, the U.S. drone that Russia's going to scoop out of the Black Sea, like as we speak. That video is amazing, and it's on the Morning Show blog. You can find it there in full HD from the drone that explains the entire attack. Well, it also explains the $32 million price tag that drone has. So it, it has the capabilities, I would assume, of taking pictures of everything, right? Yeah. Can it fire missiles? Is It's big enough to carry a missile, right? I don't know if it's weaponized. Well, otherwise, uh, that why would it be there? That one wasn't, but I mean, you would assume that, that, they that would it could. Have, yeah, that has the capabilities of. How about that? Interesting. All right, well, this is, uh, I've been reading up on this, and I actually saw the original tweet from the guy. I guess I follow him. His name is Steve Kirsch. Okay. He's a tech tycoon. He's worth a lot of money, completely legit. He's done things like this before. He offered a woman $100,000 on a flight just the other day to take off her mask. Aboard a Delta flight. Come on. And she said, no. So not only is she not very (laughs) smart in life, she's not very fiscally smart as well. Uh, Maybe didn't believe him at first, but he showed the credentials. It's this and that. I'm ready. I will write you the money right now. And she said, no. Here's the original tweet. I'm on a board on Delta flight right now. The person (laughs) sitting next to me in first class refused (gasps) $100,000 immediately. To remove her mask for the entire flight. No joke. This is after I explained they don't work. She works for a pharma company. Maybe uh. she was bad about the bad PR or something. I have no idea. She said he says, I started bidding at a hundred bucks. I promised her when she removed the mask for eating, which she was. <laughs> That's funny. She could be infected with one breath. So she had full disclosure. She took off her mask as soon as breakfast was served because everyone, you know, can't get infected while you're eating. Oh, my God. But the deal was for the entire flight and turned it down. For $100,000. This woman's a bird brain. I'm he sorry. Says, he's wrapped it up by the, in the, in the, the uh, full text. Maybe next time I'll sit next to somebody who had an account at Silicon Valley Bank. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, if that doesn't show you, though, as a social experiment, how deeply ingrained this is with people. There was somebody else, and I don't know what actress it was at the Oscars, but somebody said the picture of... My life, my life as an actress and as a a a money maker in Hollywood just ended. The last, and it's a picture of one person and the whole audience wearing a mask. Wow! My career is over as an actress. It says the one picture that'll prove to the world that your career is over as a, as an actress. Wow! It's the only person in the whole building. I'm like, come on, really? I don't know. I don't know who it was, but it was wow. somebody. Did you just see that? You would know better than me. That English actress Tilda. 
Oh, I, I uh, Swanton? Tilda Swanton, I think yeah, her I think name is? Yeah, I think Swinton, Swinton. Swinton. She said, uh, I'm set to film something in Ireland, and they told me everybody's going to be masked up. She said, no, I am not going to wear a mask. Or find somebody else for the role. I'm done. Well, Colin Firth didn't have one on for the Banshees of Nishir in there. Yeah, true. I didn't say, uh, I don't know, but that's, I don't know where that was shot. But you're talking about going to Ireland. You got to go there because that scenery and that movie is is breathtaking. The movie, eh. I didn't think it was that great, but the scenery. Did is you like try to beautiful. watch it? I can't get through the first twenty I, minutes. I don't understand. It's you probably boring. can't understand them either. Their their accents are really <laughs> really really bad, right. especially the guy that not Colin Firth, the other guy. Right. I'm like, I can't understand a word you're saying, buddy. The I'm guy sorry. who plays Mad Eye in uh, Harry Potter is the other guy. Oh, is that who that That's is? That's him. Oh, he's gotten old. No, yeah, old no, again. He was old to start with. Wow. Speaking of the Irish. Yes, dear. Oh God. I went to we went to an Irish place last night, and they got a, a, a they said an Irish band from Dublin will be playing on Friday night, oh. and I went. They weren't on. That's not the same one on the play. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, oh my god, no! I just these, these poor people. Are like, I'll never come to this place. Are you the guys from our story? Oh traveling from Dublin to New York, and you played for seven hours in the plane. Oh my god, that's Imagine all I could think about. They were going to New York. Yeah, they weren't going down to They're, Palm City. Yeah, we're going down to Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what we're drinking on St. Patty's Day. Yes, a lot of Guinness, but not to be outdone by. And this will disappoint a lot of people. Budweiser and Coors is still the number one. Two brands on St. Patrick's Day in America. You think it's a price thing? I think it's just a familiarity thing. My father drank Bud all his life, mm-hmm. other than when he had an occasional Heineken, which I never quite understood. Let me guess, Bud Heavy, right? It wasn't Bud Lights. Yeah, it was a regular Bud. Yeah. In the, yeah, it wasn't a Bud Light. Guinness, 17th best-selling beer in the U.S. normally, but in March, jumps up to ninth. That makes sense. Wow. Only ninth? Well, listen, it's only one day. Okay, you said it was 17th. How many, does it have the list of beers before it? No. Oh, think of how many beers are out there. A ton. Wow. That's still a niche I beer. Can, I, I can news for you. I, I couldn't name 10 of them right now. I, I don't drink beer, so it's... it's. I mean, think about, listen, and I love Guinness, but it's not like you're at a pool party or somebody goes, wow, it's hot today. I can use a nice, refreshing Guinness. <laughs> it's like drinking <laughs> syrup, isn't it? Right. It's like really heavy, right? The beer that eats like a meal. Yeah. We, uh, remember our beer festival that we used to do? Sure. Wow. That those was, are great. That was great. When are those coming I, back? I don't know. They killed those off with COVID. I'm like, bring the Stella back. I, I sat at the Stella because I like the Cidre. It's, oh, you fell in love with the Cidre. Uh, yeah, but that's like, it's like apple cider. It tastes like apples. It's like really good. I just sat there and drank all day. I was like sloshed. I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I went to stand up and I couldn't. I was like, I better call somebody to come get me. I remember the first beer fest we ever did. We rented out those two halls at the South Florida Fairgrounds, and ours was South Florida Beer Fest. At the very same time, and the other thing through the hallway, gun show. Gun show. (laughs) Hey. Okay, maybe we should have picked a different weekend. (laughs) And then we broke it into two sessions, remember? Oh, twice. Oh, yeah. So you drink in the morning, and then you drink in the afternoon. I'd be like, oh, my God, we're drinking all day. They had to clear out all the first session people and bring in the new one. Those were great events though they were they were Bring fun that back jen come on all i know is and then they had the bourbon tasting i was i was trashed i'm a really cheap drunk though but that's besides the point but stella <laughs> that's when i knew i like that's the only thing i drink is stellar cedre cedre yeah, so, cider drink it's nice good all right well we got uh rapid fire one more time today coming up next just past the bottom of the hour we'll go around the room with some even some new news coming up next the south florida morning show keep it here Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL.
Time again for what you need to know. Going to go on the rest of the day. Jen, ready? Go. Well, usually it's a drunken passenger. Maybe Uh-oh. somebody who isn't crazy, you know, gets on drunk, gets drunk around the flight, starts a fight with the flight attendant, starts a fight with sure. somebody else. And they a lot of those shut stories. down the plane, right? Mm-hmm. Not the case for Sky West flight from L.A. to Houston earlier this week. It was delayed for over two hours because two flight attendants went at it. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. And it was all captured. Of course, there was a reporter from ESPN, first class, watching the whole oh, thing. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Hopefully it was an MMA reporter. Ashley Brewer? <laughs> oh, no, Ashley I Brewer. I, I, okay. I know her. Really? Okay. Oh, Easy yeah. there. You okay over there? Wow. What just happened? <laughs> we have to turn the AC down? I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> okay, easy. Easy there, boy. Okay, anyway. Two for one, one was a guy, one was a woman. And the guy, what happened was a woman in first class. Oh, it's a guy and a woman fighting? Yeah. A oh, woman. Geez. Okay, a woman in coach said, hey, listen, do you mind if we switch places? My husband's in first class. He wants to come back here. Okay. And okay. she goes, the guy went, yeah, he goes, no. He goes, I goes let me go talk to somebody in first class. I bet you who's there would, would move. We got an extra seat. So he goes up to first class and talks to this nice woman. And she goes, oh, sure, I'll move, you know, if she, if she wants to come sit next to her husband. And the woman wasn't going to get kicked out of first class that was giving up the seat. She was just going to move back like a seat. Apparently, the chick in first class, the flight attendant, wasn't going to have it. She goes, no, no one's coming up here without my approval. And these two two flight attendants got like screaming match in front of everybody to the point where one refused to fly with the other and just stood there and said, and then the chick, I shouldn't say that, goes up to the front of the plane and starts crying. No, this sounds like a relationship gone wrong. Yeah, is what it sounds I, like what to me. this was. So yeah. they got they. She refused to fly with the guy. So I get a feeling there was something there before. So wow. they had to wait till they got another flight crew to come on the plane. I don't know. Two hours. It's if nuts. I, if I witnessed that, if I was on that flight, I don't know what I'd do. I I, I would hate the delay. But it'd be entertaining as hell. Yeah. I And it always because the guy was fall for it and the girl wasn't. Wow. But I think you're right. There's a history there, Diener. It sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. What airline is this? Sky West? Something. Regional. LA. Yeah, I think it's a, it was it was L.A. to Houston. But I just, and this woman, Ashley Brewer, was sitting right in the middle of all of it, watching it. Can you imagine that? I'm thinking, okay, what are the odds? You got, you got an anchor sitting there from ESPN watching it and recording all of it. The female uh, flight attendant says to the male flight attendant, Who? Probably, <laughs> yeah. telling you. You're in the middle You're... of it. Hey, can I change uh, seat assignments? <laughs> I want a commitment. <laughs> oh my god, man! Wow, yeah. that's rough. What a scene. So anyway, huh? I don't think I've Big ever excitement. seen anything like either that. The, either I. I thought it was fun. Yeah. All right. Well, sell it or we'll ban it. This is the tough talk from the Biden administration. We talked about this a couple of minutes ago, and it's only escalated because now the news story is everywhere. The White House, and NBC has the story, has actually told ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok, which has 100 million users in the United States now. Is it that much? 100 million. a third of the country. Just in this country. I was going to say, what do they have worldwide? They said, and this surprises me to no end that it's gotten this far. They have actually told its company, sell your company, divest, or we will ban this thing. And how do you back off of that statement? Can you just, can TikTok... Or this bike dance. Can they just sell the U.S. rights to, like, an American company? That's what I was wondering. Just in this, you know, you know, divest that part of it I, off. I got a feeling that Biden's already got somebody in his back pocket, like some of his backers who are willing to, to pay whatever it is to buy TikTok. I don't know what it is. But obviously it goes back to the original story, which has been going on a couple of years now and now confirmed by the FBI and the uh, uh, State Department. 
there's a real security concern, and they know that ByteDance has to turn over Americans' user data to the Chinese CCP. Wow. They know this is happening. It's a security concern. Maybe it's something deeper than that, though. Hmm. I don't Interesting. know. I don't know. That's they pretty got Biden's, wild, though. They got Hunter Biden's laptop. Could you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> what a twist. It's all right there. So, so, so a company <laughs> to Hunter. <laughs> and the Ukraine impress it's Zelensky. It's Zelensky. TikTok. That's right. It's Biden talk. I you know all that it. money we're giving Zelensky. <laughs> That's Jeez. where it's going to buy TikTok. I have announced I have bought TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I don't put I don't put anything out of the question these days. TikTok, the clock is ticking for Putin. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. I was actually a side note, I'm surprised we didn't see him on at the Oscars. I thought for sure they would oh, do something my with God. him. Oh, you know what? You're right. Uh, you know? But anyway. Our hero. Would you guys jeez. <laughs> would you, do you guys buy this? Uh, I'm not sure what to make of this. First of all, I didn't even know that this was a thing, but it sounds interesting. The National Disasters Expo. Well, that held, sounds like a lot of fun. I'm telling you, Jim, man. we got to send you there and do a broadcast. VIP booth. Let's go. It's huh? held every year, and this year was in Miami Beach. Um, you know, hurricanes, natural uh, disasters. And they range from, you know, private uh, and government experts. You know, they have different products or different, you know, meteorological tools that they try to sell, whatever their companies. There's one guy named Gary Lezak, and he's a former... Uh, I guess he's a retired broadcast meteorologist and he has a company named Weather 2020. It's a company that he founded. And he yeah. claims while he was at this National Disaster Expo in Miami Beach last week, he says that his company is capable of predicting natural disasters up to 10 months out. Well, that would be handy. It sure would be. All natural disasters, like earthquakes, storms, tornadoes. Not, not earthquakes, but snowstorms, hurricanes, tornadoes. He says that they can lead to early preparations for national nat- natural disasters. Wow. He says in October he touted that his company, Weather 2020, predicted Hurricane Ian. He said he's, he uses pure-reviewed re- methodology and weather prediction technique. What's the name of this company? Weather, weather 2020. Okay. Well, if he can predict that, uh, you know, and have a track record and say I predicted all these and prove it. I mean, he says... Why not at least invest in him? He says that he... I guess that's what he's trying to get, you know, investors. But he says that his weather system identified uh, a weather pattern, a weather system back in March that would hit Florida, Cuba, or the Bahamas between late September and early October of 22. And that's when Hurricane Ian hit and was in September. That's what he says. And that his, wow. his company, his sciences, technology, methodology can predict these things. This would change the world. I mean, it's insane, right? I don't know if this guy is, you know... I don't want to speak bad about anybody of defamation or anything, but is this guy just trying to sell something that doesn't exist? Yeah, or he might, or he can't prove it, or just looking for, you know, venture capital. I he's don't know. looking for investors I'm on his website. Yeah, right. sure. Yeah. Or but maybe he's actually got something there that can change the he's world. He's basically I mean, I saying so. weather's cyclical, like most people have said. Yeah. So if you follow the cycles of what's happened with history with the weather, you can predict what's going to happen. It's in pretty the crazy. I mean, hopefully that's something like that. That would be incredible, wouldn't it? It's like, well, let's see. I'm going to book that flight for Christmas. Let me look on. He says, oh, no, blizzard. Oh, we got a blizzard. But it's <laughs> it's it's February. Yeah, we got a blizzard in March. Next month? No, next year. <laughs> wow, it's that's coming. pretty wild, though. <laughs> it is. That right? really is pretty wild. I don't know. Maybe something will come of that in the future. 
Wouldn't be good for Florida, though, if you can predict where a hurricane's going to hit. Oh, can Tori be standing out here for six months? You kidding me? No, but just, <laughs> I, I mean, you, but you think about it for resale values. Yeah, well. Oh, you know what? Miami's going to get hit in 2075 by a hurricane. Insurance rates go know? up eight months before the storm. Wasn't Al Gore the original predictor? He said we'd all be dead by now. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. That's so true. So, so true. Gary Lezak, weather 2020. Huh. Got to go check see how it works out. Okay, this is, uh, I always tell you, lottery stories. Winners have a story. This, well, I don't know if we want to call him a winner, but woman in Australia, extremely upset with her husband. Bill, I thought of your family neighbors when oh you were a God. kid. What this happened? Was a disaster. The, the guy did one of buy- those classic old uh, lottery tales where the guy, you know, played the same number decades. He didn't play it one day. And it came the, in. The wife didn't play it one day, and it and it came in. Oh, Honest no. to God, true story. This happened to your neighbor? Yes. Well, oh. friends of the family. Oh, jeez. Honest to God. Was it a lot? Tore the family apart. No. He was going to kill her. No. <laughs> yeah, he went nuts. Oh, my gosh. Was it a lot of money? Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a oh, geez. mess lotto. I forget what they call the thing oh, up there. Yeah. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. It was millions. A woman oh, in Australia oh. ticked off at her husband because he forgot to buy a lottery ticket oh. with the numbers that she's been playing for every lottery drawing for 30 years. Oh, geez. So this is just like the situation you had. Don't yep. get locked into a number. Man. Next week, he decided, I'm going to make it up to her. And he bought two tickets with the exact same set of numbers that his wife has been playing for the past 30 years. Ah, uh, so he tried to make it up to her. He did. Oh. It worked. <laughs> it did. Both it for a million dollars. See, there's... What are the odds? Come Wait, on. So which story would you rather have? A happy ending there where he ends up playing <laughs> the numbers and they win. Or Bill's story where the family friends, their family's <laughs> torn apart. Death and disaster. Mine was a true crime story. <laughs> I wanted to see him fed to a crocodile or something. Oh, see, now, now, why don't you hate them? I do. Oh, all right. <laughs> I was just worried there. By the way, in the event you don't want to buy a ticket, Mega Millions is $254 million for tomorrow. Yeah, it's yeah. growing very quietly. That? Very quietly. It's the biggest so far. Well, this guy is going to be around for years. Because I still have that fire and I, and I want to play and I would like to play in New York. Uh, it's just a matter of... Um, you know, getting that done at this point. Aaron he sounds like an idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> he really does. Well, he's a weirdo, but he's a good quarterback and yeah. very smart. Yeah. He's going to play. His intention is to play for the Jets. It took him like 45 minutes to get to it on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. Pat's finally like, you played or not? Couldn't stand it anymore. <laughs> so, 45 minutes he talked before they got to the Did you hear that dissertation? It was like a TED talk before that. I missed the uh, dissertation. Oh, I came God. in I when gave he up. was announcing. So oh. here's the deal. <laughs> there is a deal in place. To play for the Jets. The Packers are holding it up because they're yep. trying to decide what kind of compensation they want. And they got the Jets over a barrel, really. Yeah. So the Jets have to pay the Packers all his money? Basically. Well, picks, some money, money but, but picks for, because he's under contract. So picks, players, I don't know. What okay. if the Jets have to give up a wide receiver? And that's Aaron Rodgers' big thing, right? So you do, well, the Packers never gave me enough wide receivers. And then <laughs> the Jets have to give up one of their main wide receivers to the Packers. What if little Zach wow. Wilson goes over there and becomes a superstar? He said, I love this clip that's coming out with Zach Wilson because he was the quarterback for the Jets and now he's no good. That's why they're looking for the quarterback. <laughs> no good. He's no good. He's no good. No good. <laughs> they asked him in the offseason leading up to this past season, what would you do if the Jets bring in a veteran quarterback? He goes, I'll make his life a living hell every day in practice. Well, welcome well, to hell. Wow. did he know it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Wow. So, I, so the business is the best crazy. part of the interview yesterday, right? Pat McAfee goes, well, what happened with that darkness retreat thing? He goes, I went into the retreat. No, he says, I went into the darkness. I went into the darkness. 90% con- convinced I was going to retire, and I came out and something changed. 
Yeah, you're a lunatic. <laughs> so your solution, your 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 illumination is to play for the Jets? Yuck. <laughs> All right. I can't wait for this season. AFC East is going to be amazing to watch. Wow. I love it. Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, Bills with all those quarterbacks. It's not the least anymore. Oh, let's go. So wow. another thing I can't wait for is today. Today, tomorrow, this weekend, NCAA tournament. That's right. Oh, I thought you were Our brackets. St. Patrick's Day. No, I wanted to get into this one more time because the games are just a couple hours away. So here's what we're looking at. Ready? If you filled out your brackets ready, here are the games that you're going to be looking out for. That 8 versus 9 matchup they always struggle with. Here's one of them. West Virginia against Maryland. Mm. That is the first game to start off the 2023 NCAA tournament at 12-15. 1240, my first upset game, by the way, right here is Furman against Virginia. 13 seed BDA 4. That's what I have at 1240. Taking Furman? I did take Furman. It was oh a last God. second decision. Last Why? second decision. Taking Mark Furman University. <laughs> Why would you take that? I just feel like there's an upset there. They've been playing All well. Right. Utah State, Missouri at 140. Kansas, Jen. Yes. Playing Howard at 2 o'clock. Alabama, the overall number one seed at 245. Well, don't all of us have Kansas going to the final four? No, I have them uh, losing. I do. You, I know you guys do. Alabama plays their team oh, at 245. You, you suck at picking teams. Look what you did with the football uh, I'm not going to do well. <laughs> and then these are on all day, all day, all day. Duke plays at 710 against Oral Roberts. And we end the night at, oh, by the way, Houston, number two seed at 920 tonight. But we end the night at 10.05. Oh, my God. When UCLA tips off at 10.05 against UNC Asheville. That's day one. Are they all, they got all these teams, like, all in the same hotels. I mean, different regions, but yeah. Wow. I mean, if you're playing in Columbus. If you're playing in Columbus, you're all staying at the Marriott. You take over all 30 floors. I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question. Just curious. Well, they keep that kid from Alabama who's going to jail separate, I think. <laughs> I say what they're going to do is just oh, no. before the finals, they're going to arrest him. See you later. There goes Alabama down the tubes. During a layup, a breakaway. Just <laughs> click, click. Alabama wins like it all. That, who was that golfer? Remember, they took him out in the middle of the championship game. Oh, and he that's was right. Winning. John Raw. Yeah. That was awful. Poor guy. All right, we got more headline. We got to actually stuff we didn't get to yet coming up next to round out the show, including this. If one of these little punks passes you on 95 today and gives you a thumbs down. Thumbs down? That's the new uh, insult. It is? From Gen Z. Oh, what do they know? We'll, we'll tell you why and more. <laughs> bird? They, not not the from bird them. Not okay. from them, apparently. It's the new thing, I guess. All right. Okay. Coming up next, the South Florida <laughs> Morning Show. Keep it here. One show was not enough, so we gave her two. Subscribe to Joyce Kaufman, No Restraint, wherever you get your podcasts. And listen right here Sunday afternoons at 3. Podcasts, you say? You know, there's a podcast huh. version of our morning show here. You can get on uh, the app as well and 850WFDL.com. I'd like to add that in there. Plus and your the blog. Plus your, uh, your uh, show and Diener's show. It's all there. Everything we have on the air, you can find on the app as well, and uh, 850WFTL.com. And also the morning show blog. I'm telling you, I know we've said it a lot. I get it. I'm repeating myself. But that that actual video from the drone of the collision with the Russians, it's wild. I mean the one that wasn't on purpose? Oh, no. That could have no. just happened accidentally. No. Although that, they were acting very aggressively. And that's in the headlines, by the way. That popped up uh, about an hour ago. Uh, the Russians are scooping up the drone out of the Black Sea as we speak right now. I don't think they have it yet. But the war, their warships they, are there. They're trying to get it, yeah. depending on how deep the water is. Yeah. That's great. Isn't that wonderful? And that's the reason they shot it down. But they didn't really shoot it down, according to no. General Milley. <laughs> right. They were just aggressive. We, we can't really say they did it on purpose. Yikes. Yeah, sure. Whatever you say, buddy. All right, here's you, something we didn't get to. Have you ever been passed on the road? Hopefully yes. not in person. No, mm-hmm. but I mean, and somebody gives you not the, not the bird, but a younger person especially giving you a thumbs down. 
No. It's the new thing, I guess. Why, what does it mean? As we try to figure out this Gen Z. What, <laughs> what, is, what, is, what does it mean? Uh, thumbs down is a much bigger insult, apparently, than flipping the bird. In their world? Yes. Really? So yeah. it means you're like a, you're a super loser? Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> Okay, great. Downvote. So that, 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 that way they don't look like they're doing a, a, a bad gesture. I don't know what the reasoning is. So here's somebody, because we were just talking about TikTok. Here's TikTok before it's banned. Uh, someone explaining the theory. You ready? Oh, God, is it really fast? Probably oh, is. God, I hate these things. We'll find out together. One time when we were in Colorado, there was an outcrossing sign, so we slowed down to the recommended speed. And then somebody from Colorado went around us, rolled her window down, stuck their arm all the way out, and gave us a thumbs down. And I think. All right, I'm not going to listen to her anymore because she's giving me a headache. Oh my God. Why One time did we were they in Colorado do that? and we drove by and somebody gave us a thumbs down. I'm not... Do they speed themselves up? Is there an <laughs> app that speeds them up? No, they talk like that. Oh my God, what is wrong with these people? One time we were in Colorado and then somebody gave me a thumbs down. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's worse than flipping somebody <laughs> off? But it's to get to the thing. It is actually a thing. I, I guess so. I guess they see it. That's more insulting. Is it really? Can I tell you guys? Here, take that I, then. I think <laughs> I've been I've been flipped off before many times for many different reasons. I feel like just today, I, just today, today. <laughs> just a few seconds ago <laughs> during the commercial break. If I got a thumbs down on the road, I would take that really personal. Yeah, really. It would be like a really smug face, like mm, you stink. Thumbs down. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, I would hurt my feelings. I think. <laughs> really? Yeah. If someone I'd flips pull me up off, next to you and say, "Listen, punk. No, I know how to do it the right way. So this I'm, way." I've had people flip me off on the road. Sorry, I'm only going 85. Sorry that oh, you're going 120. The tailgating issue is bad. Ridiculous. But what if you got pulled? What if you had to de- deal with? Listen to this. Go down, stuck their arm all the way out, and gave us a thumbs down. And I think about that interaction every single day. Oh, See, uh, it gets stuck in your mind. But she's talking really fast. That's so. That's, I know. I can talk. It fast is pretty annoying. insulting, though. It is. It's like it, it feels like a personal attack. Well, like, plus you're making that horrible face <laughs> with it. <laughs> 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 Imagine some Gen Z are going. Yeah, yeah you're you're probably right. right. Like the stink face. Personal responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> then they go boomer. <laughs> Probably. They do that to me. I'll. I. Uh, you're not living if you do that to oh, me. No. By the way, what's up with that generation? You can't all of a sudden change the rules and make up your own insult. No. Yeah, you got to deal right? with the same insults we've had for generations. That's right. Come on. These are, these are the same kids who expect you to pay for their college education <laughs> and, then, and then give them a job at $150,000 starting. So come on. Let's, I mean, let's be honest. And also the talking fast. I know I can talk fast sometimes, but that's because I'm up against the clock. You know what I mean? Slow down to the recommended speed. And then somebody oh, from Colorado crazy. went around us. It just sounds like no, a no, no, siren no, 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 no. to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like white noise. It's like when they're ordering at Starbucks. Am I a mocha latte? <laughs> <laughs> we have so many Gen Zers who hate us right now. Oh, there's no Gen Zers listening. Trust me on this. <laughs> How old is a Gen Zer? What's the cutoff age? Uh, like 22, I think. So 22 and younger? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we got a lot 20 of them around here. Now I sound they like they don't work. Now I sound like old man yelling at clouds. You are. <laughs> Get off my I hate lawn. The way they talk, I hate the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from me. Get out of here. You're terrible. <laughs> hey, we talked about FA, FAU going to yes. the, the final dance there, the big dance, and they're playing in Columbus. When did they play? Uh, they play tomorrow night. Florida State University is taking its football players on a major road trip when the season begins. They'll open the 2024 season in Dublin, Ireland. They're playing wow. Georgia Tech. 
Florida like State that. has the Ireland game? Yep. Oh, wow, an Ireland game. Yeah, how do you like okay. that? It's the fifth college game played in Ireland. Yeah, like North, six in the morning or something like that. Northwestern played Nebraska last year. But that's next year, not this year, next year. Next 2024. 2024, okay. that's crazy. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. I'd join the football team just to go to Ireland. Yeah, really. <laughs> It'd be fun. Anyway. The Irish are going to be so confused. <laughs> okay, tomorrow we're, tomorrow, think they're being invaded. we're drinking green beer starting at 6. We'd love yes. to have you join us. Thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day.